0: Morning, everybody. Sunday morning. It is beautifully bright, considering it's formally it's past eight. It's, I think it's the first time I've come in here in, uh, in weeks, and it's been this bright. It's absolutely phenomenal, but cold outside. So if you're going out, dress up. If you're uh, having a morning in bed, enjoy it, because it is pretty cold out there, but it's lovely and bright and promises to be a nice sunny day. Joining us a little bit later on the programme, Jonathan Levi will be here to look at the papers. Certainly enough stories to get your teeth into, including it's the same old, same old Cheryl, it's the same old, same old Jordan, it's the same old, same old Kerry Katona. This time her uh, ex, this is Vile Croft, Kerry Katona's husband, Mark Croft, launching a vicious tirade against her. Uh, saying that he's been the one who's tipped off the press, he's been the one who's uh, been literally sort of pushing her as far as he can. Uh, Not a very nice piece of work. Mind you, in exactly the same way that um, poor old Kim Marsh has told for the first time exactly why she dumped husband Jack Ryder. So we'll come to him in a a moment, because it's rather a shame, actually, that dreary old has-been Kim Marsh. You know, a little bit of fame and starts believing it and losing the plot completely. This being the woman you remember kept the children hidden because she had to farm them off to somebody else, because when she got hearsay, it wouldn't have been good if she'd had children. So she had to admit to Louis Walsh when he went round there, she'd go, oh, by the way, I have children. he went, well, so that's no big deal. But up until then, she'd sort of played the I'm a single girl. Uh, sadly for poor old Jack Ryder, she decided to get her claws into him, and he became all loved up. The reason she got rid of him, he was too boring. He was too dull, he was too boring. She said this in an interview on the television with uh, Piers Morgan, another one who believes his own publicity. She said, whilst Jack wanted to stay in, and obviously be a husband, she said, I'm a party girl. Only goes to prove exactly what I said about you all the time, Kim. You only got married for the fame. It had nothing to do with love at all, I'm afraid. Which was a great shame, because you were the one who just milked it at every opportunity. Jack, just a home-loving, nice person. In fact, far more popular the moment he uh, started going out with her his ratings fell down but he's a nice person. We've got a, an Apple iPhone 3G to give away on the program today. It's a Steve Allen special. It finishes at 11 a.m. It can be yours if the price is right. This is one of the top must-have gadgets out there right now. Not only packed with full of packed full of features, but it looks amazing, too. And 3G is the fastest, most powerful iPhone yet. If you haven't got one, you can get it for pennies. I can't remember what the last one went for on this program, but it was whatever it was, it was it was certainly nothing to get worried about. I don't think it even went over a pound. It might have been something like forty-three P. But the hammer will come down at eleven AM this morning. Fancy winning it. It can be yours. All you have to do is work out how low it will go. You're looking for the lowest unique bid. That's the lowest bid in pence that nobody else makes. All you have to do is text Steve, S-T-E-V-E, followed by your bid in pence, and send that to Treble H two One. So to bid. Uh, 86 pence, you text Steve, S-T-E-V-E, 86, and send that to treble 88821, 88821. Competition finishes, 11 o'clock this morning, you must be over 16, entries are limited, and cost pound fifty plus your standard network rate, go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. Uh, this one's full colour, touchscreen, used for viewing videos, playing games, browsing the internet, it'll probably hold, I should imagine, in the region of about... Two Or three thousand songs. I mean, it always fascinates me. This I'll use mine in the car for playing the music as well as using it as the phone, of course, and absolutely love it. If I was talking to Nick Majerison earlier on, he loves his iPhone. Everybody who's got one goes, It's the must have thing to have. So, why not get it on LBC? And you get it very cheaply this morning, okay? So, text Steve, then you'll bid in pence and send it to treble eight two one to bid say one pound twenty three. You write Steve123 in a text and send it to Treble821. Competition will finish at 11 o'clock this morning. You must be over 16. Entries are limited and cost £1.50 plus your standard network rate. LBC.co.uk for full terms and conditions. Well, very kindly, John Warrington every week is recording What Katie Did Next on ITV21, whichever station it is. And I'm finding it a fascinating insight into one of the world's most unattractive women. And the way that she conducts her life is almost hilarious. A, the poor girl, I mean, bless her heart, she knows how to sell something. Well, she doesn't. I think other people sell it for her, as I said uh, to Ralph Little. If you look at the people who turn up to her book signings, it is the, the window dribblers. You know, you never get a group of blokes standing there going, phew, it's Katie, never, ever, ever. Loads of photographers, but loads of sort of largely overweight women and a lot of gay guys hanging around, hoping that the pricey is going to sort of, you know sort of wave at them or, or do something. She is one of the best-selling authors of our time. It's marvellous that when you consider she's never written a word, I mean, it's not bad going, is it? It's not bad going that she can't write, she can't spell, she can't actually do anything. I think we should be, should be proud as, as British people that we've got somebody like her to look up to. Never designed anything in her life, but she sells her... What, well, Charles Dickens? Pfft, if he'd gone topless and he'd got somebody else to write his stuff, he could have made a lot more money. You know, you look at them all. Great authors, J.K. Rowling, Shakespeare. I mean, just, just loads of people, loads of people. Even, I mean, anybody who writes their own autobiography. Although, apparently, is it Puff Daddy? Is it P... No, it's not P. Diddy. Jay-Z? Who's the one who's... One of these rap stars. Is it... Is, is it Diddy have just... Just done his? He's now called Diddy, is he? Well, who's the one that we've got in this country who's, who's a rapper? A British rapper, and he's, he's fairly well... Dizzy Rascal. He's writing his autobiography. It was in the paper the other day, and I was thinking, the sort of people who follow Dizzy Rascal are not going to be buying an autobiography. They're not really, are they? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing them a disservice. They'd, they'd be the sort of people who might listen to the audiobook where the master speaks to them, but I don't think they're going to be going out and queuing up in a shop to buy a book. He's not actually writing it himself, incidentally. He's having a little bit of help on that. So there is Katie Price. Now, what happened was, she had a New Year's Eve party. She had a party planning group in, And, to be honest with you, I thought they were the naffest party group ever. I've never seen anything like it. They bought it. She'd she'd given them the brief Narnia. I don't think they quite understood what Narnia was. They turn up with a load of rather silly-looking white twigs in pots with lights on. It really was the naffest ever. Uh, Luckily, Phil, one of the big strong boys, came in and covered over her sitting-room carpet with plywood in case people spilt drinks. And the idea was that they were going to invite all the great and the good... At the end, all you got was Duncan from Blue, Simon Webb, and a couple of drag queens and some Page Three numpties, and that was about it. The rest were just the usual sycophants that Kate attracts. Although what happened was, somebody at the party, and it was one of the girls, videoed on her phone and then had the audacity to put it up on YouTube. And Kate found out about it. And as you can imagine, nobody messes with the pricey. Well, they do, it's just that she's not very good at handling rejection. And so she phones this girl because she knows who it is, because her name has come up, and she launches into this... How dare you do this to my kids? How dare you put them up there on YouTube? I shall never invite... And so she launched off, without realising, of course, that the one thing that Katie Price does is exploit her children at every single opportunity. Every single programme about Katie Price features the children. Every single one of them. We see the kids... In fact, Junior spends most of his time with his clothes off. Princess spends a lot of time putting makeup on and just running around. They don't actually do anything. But they feature in every single programme. So you could never accuse anybody else of exploiting the children. Except she does it, and she does it on every single one. So I was, I was amazed that she launched into this tirade. But she's in the papers again today, having... Uh, well, in fact, there are two funny stories. First of all, it turns out, according to the papers, that the wedding that she had in Las Vegas is not legal because it turns out that the guy who conducted the wedding was struck off and he's not supposed to be doing weddings. It was over some scandal. The minister who conducted it doesn't have any proper licence. His name is, I think, uh, Mose Henné. He's not registered to marry couples in Las Vegas. He was forced to resign in disgrace over a sex scandal. So, in other words, she's not married at all, which, of course, will probably come as a great relief to the pricey. Peter Andre has launched an attack on her, saying that she told their four-year-old son to call him a liar in a phone chat. Then one of the other papers has got uh, poor old Katie Price saying, Pete's trying to ruin my life. The trouble is, because she's stupid and because she's not all there, she seems to think... Everybody else is saying, "Well, he not you just get over him? She can't because she's not going to... You can't have a conversation with Alex Reid because he's too busy putting on frocks. And she says, I've moved on, why can't he? She turned up, of course, to Elton John's party, because it's uh, Oscars, and she's over there, and then she was chatting away to all who'll listen. She said, I don't want him to be unhappy, but people need to realise he's not what the public think he is. Well, I think he is. We like him. We like him. In fact, it's, it's you that the public don't like, Kate, and that's the trouble. You're never going to change the public's perception of you. Most people think you're just naff, 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 and, and all you seem to think is that we're interested in seeing every aspect of your rather vacuous life except when it comes to Christopher Dean. Now, I don't know if you're watching the Strictly Dancing on Ice. I like Dancing on Ice. I can't do it, and I don't think it's the best programme in the world, but it it serves a purpose. And I do like Christopher Dean, former policeman. And there he is with his uh, partner on there. And they, they skate around, they do a little bit, and it's all very nice, and we give them, you know, a round of applause. And it's very nice indeed. But at the back of it, apparently, according to the paper today, Chris has split from his wife. Christopher Dean has admitted that he's split from his wife... And the papers are now trying to make out... We've had this before, and in fact, we, we talked about it earlier on this morning, that just because you're seen out with another celebrity does not mean that you're having a fling with them. However, fellow panellist Karen Barber has been seen leaving Chris's house twice. The papers, of course, have got pictures. Now, I often worry about celebrities. If you're going to spend the night at somebody's house, either come right out and say, yes, so we're seeing each other. So, marriage is, marriage is split up, what difference does it make? Christopher, one half of Torval and Dean, uh, who was married, uh, sorry, was with married Karen at his luxury apartment five nights last week. But does this mean it's a relation, or does it mean that they've just got a lot in common, they're both working on the same programme? Do you remember all those scurrilous stories about uh, poor Christine Bleakley and Adrian Childs, and people saying they were having an affair? Absolutely ludicrous. She said only last week to the papers. she said, when people said that I could have been having an affair with him, she said, I felt physically sick. Know how you feel, love. Know how you feel. Quarter past eight is the time. Check on the roads. James Wally.
1: Thanks very much indeed, Steve. Well, let's start out.
0: Steve Allen. Morning, everybody. 84850. Oh, Steve at lbc.co.uk. Nice to be company. Actually, it's boiling off in the studio this morning. I'm so used to when Nick comes in during the week. We've had it sub-zero temperatures. So when Sometimes, even when Nick's walked in, he's gone, God, blimey, it's cold in here. So we've sort of whacked it up a bit. But because of the sunlight coming in the window, it's heated us up um, a little bit quicker than we, uh, than we thought. Another story, this time, it's, uh, Carlos Tevez, days after he panned John Terry for the affair with a pal's girlfriend, footy star and new dad Tevez, spends a night in a hotel room with model. And so here she is, model. and her name is, uh, Mariana. Mariana's not the best-looking thing you've ever seen, but there again, she is a glamour model, and for glamour model, read it doesn't actually matter what your face looks like. You look like the back end of a bus. It's the fact that you get your kit off quite quickly. Jerry, can we do this? Oh, you're already topless. Lovely, and that's how they work. And so uh, this model was spotted leaving the room early in the hours of the morning, and strangely enough, it was Tevez who last week launched an amazing attack on a former England model, uh, sorry, former England Captain Terry, saying he has no moral code. And you do worry about these uh, models that are out there. I mean, is it because they've got the word easy stamped over them, and they just want to sell stories? I don't... I don't quite get it. It's gone on for donkey's years. I'm silly donkey's. But you look at the picture in, uh, in The People This Morning. One of the other papers has got two pictures. One of her in her modelling outfit, which, of course, involves being very little, I'm afraid. And then the other stand there looking like a smack tomato. And, and, and you sort of worry about why you'd want to do that. Why would you want your parents to know what you do? I thought the whole idea was you keep everything secret from your parents. Unless, of course, I'm completely wrong. Fiona Phillips has told how she's stressed. Now, I've stressed as a number of uh, other people from GMTV, in fact, they're, they're even talking about that in the paper today, saying that the reason that Penny Smith was dropped is that she's 51. Uh, she wasn't dropped because she was 51. I think Carol Malone's definitely got that wrong. The reason she was dropped is because they axed the programme. I thought they could have used her somewhere else on the station. Because if, if they're supposed to be going for more journalistic-based stories, then that would be the one person that you would hang on to. She's got far more experience than that, that little sort of flippity gibbet thing has been brought in to replace Fiona Phillips on the sofa, who, as I say, could walk start naked in an hour, and I wouldn't have the faintest idea who she was. In fact, I can't even remember her name off the top of my head. But that's the problem. Fake goods everywhere. Fake goods, believe it or not, even needles. There's a woman here who bought some needles. Why she would buy them, I've got no idea. They, they, they can't find out how these work their way into the NHS. And it's a lady from Preston. She has to uh, get needles for her daughter, for her diabetes. Now, when I get my needles, I go to the chemist, and I'm assuming that they're absolutely kosher needles. I didn't even know there was such a thing as a fake needle. But here they are, because th- this girl was uh, complaining about bruising and said, I'm sore all over. And she thought, well, that's not right. Mind you, sometimes it can be the depth of needle if you're using an 8mm... Mill- we go. Technical side. If you're using an 8 millimeter needle and you get bruising, then go down a size. You know, they, obviously the fatter you are, the longer the needle. So I do a 6 millimeter needle. And that's, that, that works absolutely brilliantly. But I've never heard of this until I saw a programme on South Africa and the amount of dodgy drugs that are being sold. People go to amazing lengths now to make... Copies of just about everything. Um, Cigarettes. Some, they say, contain arsenic. Bicycles. uh, Switches. Vodka. Counterfeit vodka. Why you'd ever want to buy counterfeit vodka? I have no idea why you'd ever want to do this. And it turns out that you can actually buy fake cod from the fish and chip shop. Fake cod. It turns out to be a fish farmed in the rivers of Vietnam. When it's battered and deep fried, it looks similar Cod costs £15 a kilo. The fake cod from Vietnam, £5 a kilo. That's why there were loads of... Do you remember? I mean, cod isn't... I mean, I don't even know what cod tastes like. Is it not that tasty? I'm not... not, I I normally have... What do I have when it's got nothing to do with it? It's, um, rock salmon. But actually, there is no such fish as a rock salmon. But I only have it because it's got the one big bone down the middle. Because there's one thing I can't stand, like a lot of people who eat fish and chips, It's bones. The idea of having a bone stuck in my throat, you know, really, I do, I do like, yeah, I mean, if if, if I, you know, sometimes I get a bit panicky, if you get it stuck right at the back of your throat, Alex, I mean, you know, I mean, A, it's kind of a good day, but at the same time, it's bad, because if it wedges in there, you're stuck, so you you don't, you don't want bone, do you? Not at this time of the morning, anyway. 22 minutes past uh, eight is the time, so just be careful, you wouldn't know, would you? You go into the fish and chip shop and go and have cod, you don't know what it tastes like. I'm sure if they said, OK, and, and you ate it, you go, oh, great. No idea. So it makes me laugh when you, when you get pe- pe- people who go into restaurants and, uh, and the waiter opens the bottle of wine and start, and pours a little bit to taste. You've got no idea what you're tasting. i will just say to them, look, pour it, for God's sake. It's a Pinot Grigio. Don't worry about it. It's easy. I mean, I'm not a wine snob. But some people say, you know, you put it in and you swill it round. I mean, technically, you're supposed to swill it round and spit it out again. I'm sure that most restaurants... Yeah, but most... You see, you don't have corked wines now. When was the last time you bought a bottle of wine that had a cork in it? I haven't bought a bottle of wine with a cork in it for ages. Most of the corks that they've got are plastic, which you put in there. Or felling that, screw tops. I'm drinking a, a Frascati. Cork means when, when it's when the cork's dried out. And so it, it gives it that, that sort of acid taste. But because you don't have a cork in there, you don't get the same taste anyway. I have had a couple of... It's like... What's it like? It's like buying a Starbucks coffee. Starbucks have the ten-second ruling, which means that the coffee that you have, once it's come out of the machine, it is not allowed to sit there. They have to pour it into the cup and add the milk straight away. Otherwise, it tastes bitter. So if ever you've had a cup of coffee... Uh, I can only talk about Starbucks, because I've, I've seen their rule book. But if it's been sitting there longer, some people have the coffee sitting there, the coffee goes off. It's supposed to be fresh. So that's the problem. But corked wine, I wouldn't know what it tastes like, apart from they go, it's a bit acidy. And I go, OK, fine. Because somebody did tell me, they asked about a bottle of wine the other day. They won a bottle of wine in a raffle, and it was 250 quid, this bottle of wine, that they won. I can't remember what it was. And I said, great. They said, I'm going to keep it, uh, just to make sure that uh, you know it'll be worth a bit, bit of money in a few years' time. And I said, that's a good idea. I said, but remember, lie it down. It's no good having a bottle of wine standing up. You lie it down, and every so often, every week... You go and turn it. That's why you never find bottles of wine standing up. All the wines that you buy in the supermarkets are not not meant, even if it's a 30 quid bottle of wine, you're not meant to keep it and make money out of it. It's a drinkable wine. Drinkable. But it's it's plastic corks everywhere now. Absolutely everywhere. It's very strange. Uh, have you ever visited the Welcome Collection? Uh, it says Bruce. Absolutely. I've been in the Welcome Collection. No end of time. It is a phenomenal collection, just off the um, Euston Road. A bit difficult to park, but well worth going to. Well worth going to and uh, it, it doesn't cost any money either, which is good news. Uh, Stuart agrees with everything about the price, but why don't you go off and leave us alone? Well, actually, because I'm looking forward to the day that the cameras aren't interested, and they go, she's a bit old now, and, and it's, it's a little bit, little bit difficult, you know, to keep sort of wondering about, you know, will there be another series of this programme? The funny thing is, it actually gets fairly interesting ratings, and we all watch it because we can't stand her. But she thinks people, people like her. Uh, one here that says, how come uh, a week ago, when we were talking about uh, who killed Archie, they buried Bradley, the church was covered in snow. The church is four miles away, and we haven't had snow like that for four and a half weeks. There you go, Jeff. It's amazing, isn't it? Because it was filmed six weeks ago. Steve says that rock salmon is dogfish. Dogfish. Right. I, knew it was, I can't Is it big? I was always um, worried about, was it tuna? Tuna are enormous... And I bought this uh, DVD, which was on these fishermen who go out into the Bering Straits and they bring up crabs and lobsters and they fish for tuna. And a haul of tuna on one of these boats is worth to them about 10 million quid. That's why there's so much money in tuna fishing. And they're enormous. And yet the tins of them are tiny, tiny. A dogfish is about the size of a cocker spaniel. Was this a baby cocker spaniel or a fully grown cocker spaniel? A Prince Charles... It's a puppy, is it? Oh, right. Mm, puppies. And that's quite big then, isn't it, actually, as as fish go? I mean, because we used to have a cocker spaniel, and he, he hated water. Absolutely hate you making it up, aren't you? Sad, sad, sad boy. When was the last time you had fish and chips? You haven't had fish and chips for ages, have you? It's not your sort of th- three months ago. See, I don't even believe that. <laughs> it was your meal yesterday. Your meal yesterday. What did I have yesterday? Muscles. Green lipped mussels. You've had green lipped mussels? I hadn't either. They're they're sort of bigger than usual mussel no, not off no. they 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 come from a I can't remember where they come from. The kitchen in this particular instance. And they came with a herb crusting and all the rest. And I had two of them. I gave them to the person I was dining with. I it's quite nice, but I don't want to not really that big into mussels. because I've got a fifteen year old goddaughter who absolutely adores to eat a plate full of the blooming things. And then what well, do I have for main course? Isn't it funny? You go out for a meal, you have two bottles of wine, you can't remember a blooming thing afterwards. I could tell you for pudding I had... No, I've forgotten. There you go, it's good news. 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. Uh, somebody was asking about the uh, the how lows, and I can tell you here on the how low, it was the laptop. And I never got a text to say if my bid was not the lowest bid. Shed some light on it for me. Well, um, if if it was the laptop and you didn't receive a text to say if it was not the lowest bid, you didn't win it. Because it's all computerised. But today, of course... It's uh, an Apple iPhone. It's the 3G, and it can be yours. And it'll go for pennies. The last time we did one of these, everybody went crackers for it. Full colour screen, most powerful iPhone yet, and it can be yours. Details will come up the other side of the news. Don't forget Jonathan Levi's here with the papers after nine, and Darren will sort out your gadget problems at ten. LBC 90... I was just saying to Russell, I said, you know, it, it was nice when you were earning money. I said, what do you do with your money? Cause I'm always intrigued. To, <laughs> some people spend it on cars, some people spend it on clothes. Not clothes. You, you, no, you quite clearly don't spend it on clothes. <laughs> I also don't, don't spend it on clothes. And then he said, holidays. You're going to America later in the year. That's the plan, yes. And yes. I said, what you should do is you, you should go to Vegas, which you've never been no, to. No, would like to go. Johnny's been. He knows the Pussycat Bar very well indeed. That's Ooh. a very popular place. That's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's adult Disney. It's, Excellent. It's bigger, everything's bigger. The hotels are bigger, the route, everything's big, big, big.
2: That's I'd love to go. Nice. Where yeah. are you going to America, then? I've uh, got some friends in Atlanta, so hopefully starting Is off there. Georgia that exciting? Uh, it's okay. I wouldn't go there unless I had a reason to, I yeah. don't think. Uh, and then a bit of a road trip through Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, oh, wow. Kentucky, uh, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, and finish you off in New York. Good gr- have you pl- Have you planned it all out there? Getting there. It's all you staying at breaks? Day's Inns
0: or something like that on the <laughs> way? Or... <laughs> i stayed
2: at some horrific Day's Inns on these,
0: on these trips. I didn't I didn't realise what Day's Inns were until Play- we got there. And they went, would you like a family room? I thought, well, is a family going to be joining me or something? <laughs> and the whole family sleeps in one room.
2: <laughs> stayed at one in a place called Henderson, North Carolina a couple of years ago, and it was so manky. Yeah. It was unbelievable.
0: You need to watch... I mean, I don't know if you've seen the film Deliverance. No. No, What? watch it. You've got to watch it. I mean, you, know, you might be driving through places stop at the traffic lights the next thing your wheels have gone you know there is that <laughs>
2: danger out
0: there that you might have to revisit the hillbillies to get your wheels back
2: good waffles in the morning at days inns though that's about the one thing i'll give them they get i can't at- stand american breakfast their sausages are about as
0: big as that i mean they're tiny little and something called grits oh yeah i can't remember what they are now they're just like it's kind
2: it? of a bit um a bit, yeah why would you ever want that for breakfast they're rubbish they're filling Filling? I it's thought it was quite filling, I'll give it that, but oh, no, right. no, 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 not very nice. No, and they, and they do their eggs, and they have to go sunny side up, sunny side... Oh, over so easy.
0: Confused. Sorry? Over easy. I thought there was a statement, I do beg your pardon. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just no. about to admit, but... <laughs> 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 no, that's how one could have one's eggs done in Because you never know over there, and they have pancakes and fruit and... An eclectic some, mix, but it doesn't quite work. It is an eclectic mix, and I'm not surprised they do have the biggest people in the entire <laughs> world. I mean, you do see people with... they're just ginormous... Yeah. And I always worry, you know, do they make different sized toilet seats for them? I don't know. You know, they can't fit on a normal toilet Hyper seat. Hyper obese. <laughs> it, yeah, They're absolutely. seriously yeah. seriously big. They have big fat camps over there. I always tell the story. We went years and years ago to um, San Francisco and we went out for a Chinese and what we would order over here, you can't order over there because over there it's like enough food for 10 people. Yeah. And we just went sweet and sour pork, special fried rice, chicken, chow mein. And up, and the woman went, you sure? And I went, yeah. Because <laughs> over here you get little tiny portions. Over there, it's. I'm not surprised. All the beggars are going. No more
2: Chinese. I really don't want any more Chinese food because they give it to you to take away. That's the one thing I do like about the American food culture. Is it's not embarrassing to ask for something to be boxed and take it away. Why would you where want it, to eat it? It's here when you have embarrassingly ask for a doggy bag. It's all a little bit awkward. Do you?
0: you ask for a doggy bag? Well, if you, if
2: you like it and you can't finish oh, it.
0: I can't think of anything worse. So you may have a doggy bag. Oh, you peasant. <laughs> Whereas course. in America,
2: it's more accepted just to have it boxed. You know, yeah. No no pressure.
0: I, I do love seeing some of the women on the, on the Ricky Lake show. And they sit there in the audience and they have these hairdressing competitions. And these women come on who must have a size 70-inch waist. And they've got little crop tops on as well. And they've got these, the bottoms, I've never seen the size of it. They're just huge. You think it can't be healthy, can no, it? it's not pleasant. <laughs> Bootylicious, ladies and gentlemen, as <laughs> indeed Russell is. I've just, uh, very quickly, there's another story on, uh, on a footballer, Carlos Tevez. Who is it? Is he manager?
2: Uh, no, he's the Manchester City striker.
0: Oh, right. He's been pictured with a glamour model. Hmm.
2: Yes. He's just had a, 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 a baby daughter born a few, few days ago.
0: Well, he, he says he's split from his wife, Oh, but his father says, no, they're still together. But here he is with this glamour model, and they went on a flight off somewhere.
2: He's no oil painting cast, He's yeah, not Well,
0: the glamour model ain't all that, <laughs> either. So they go like to like. I well,
2: see. Thank you, man. Nice no to worries, see you. Thank you. See you soon. No, no
0: worries. I want to know all about your holiday when you come back. He's not gone yet, but...
2: No, yeah. June. June.
0: <laughs> I want photos. <laughs> Sorry, we have please. taken, actually, during this, this... Every so often you hear a little click. And that's probably a hearing aid clicking out or something like that. But what it is, we're actually taking pictures of the, uh, the guests on the programme today. Because... By the time we get to Friday, we'll have a whole week of all the people who pop in on the programme. We'll have pictures of Johnny and Alex. That'll be airbrushed, you know. And, uh, I've always wanted to paint hair on the top of Alex, just to see what it looks like with hair. Just, you know, just to be funny, you know. So either that or sort of dip him in toffee and stick it... Anyway, and so he can go to a Toffee Apple, which would be quite nice. A bit like Telly Savalas. But I just want to see, what uh, whatever he looks like at the end of the week. So you can, if you get a permanent marker... Now, I think we, we should buy a wig. Anthony Davis has got his own toupee he has this toupee that he bought. And to be honest, it's really good. You would not know that it was a toupee. And he puts it, and it's it looks very good indeed. He didn't; I don't think he paid a lot for it. But perhaps you should buy a toupee. I'm sure that your wife would love you with a bit of hair. Anyway, leaving that to one side. <laughs> and so by the time we get to Friday, we will have a whole week of the programme with all the photographs. And you can all have a look through them. And go, good grief, that's what they all look like. Bryn says, Annie has her earphones glued around the head listening to the chatter. She's delighted you sound very much better. I know all about sore throats and grumbly chests. And I'm pleased you've shaken them off. Actually, to be honest with you, last night, when I when I got back, I had the worst coughing fit I've ever had in my entire life. But so much so, I thought, I'm never going to speak tomorrow. But uh, we, we've managed to make it through. Split loyalties as to where we go today. There's a Water Rats Lodge meeting in King's Cross. Uh, Derek Martin is in charge again. However, the likes past King Rat Graham Cole and others will have to miss it as they'll be at the Chelsea Lodge Ladies' Festival. I'm working there and he's speaking. Good old Graham. Chelsea's the oldest and largest lodge within the world of entertainment and is legendary in the business. Countless great names. Izzy Bond, yes. Roger deCourcy, Jim Davidson. Peter Elliott <laughs> of uh, entertainment. Lodge is, uh... It's, um... How do you describe a lodge? It's... if If, if you're a mason then you go to a, you have a lodge meeting, and if you're a member of an organisation, they would have a lodge meeting, and it's just a group of people getting together, but for, for Masonic purposes, no, it's not a conspiracy, no, it's just a lot of people in one room, and, and they go, and this is the, the Leicester Square Lodge, so we would have our meetings, say, in this building, this would be the Leicester Square Lodge, or we could have it in your house and it would be much smaller. No, there's not a handshake, no, it's not like that. It isn't, it isn't Masonic, it's, they're just entertainment Groups of people like like the water rats. They don't have a special thing, but they would have a. <laughs> Sounds odd to you, doesn't it? Sounds very odd, doesn't to me. I'm afraid. Doesn't to me. Actually, also tonight, I think it's the CAA Club for Acts and Artists. They're having their uh, do tonight at a hotel in town. So there'll be lots of people: Pammy Cundell and Val and everybody else. But he said, uh... <coughs> <coughs> "Sorry," I "That's no, not the CIA, the CAA." It's hopeless, isn't it? Really, honestly, di- that's trouble. They you, they they lose their hair. Not only is their strength sapped, but half their brains disappear with it at the same time. Poor soul. Uh, do you remember 20 years ago, says Ronnie, the Queen Mother had to have an operation to remove a fishbone from her throat? I do remember vaguely she had that. But I, mean, I, just, I just don't do fishbones. I could have had haddock last night, and I used to love haddock as a child, but uh, not anymore. Michael in Shepperton says, uh, whilst you were away, I still had my daily fix of the programme, because I downloaded and listened to some of your old podcasts. Lovely. He says, I used to love the bitches' back music and vocals to the opening of the old programmes. You won't find it on the podcast. There's no music on the podcast at all. Even the early ones, it's all uh, all taken out. Uh, don't forget, if you've got a question for Darren, he's going to be with us at ten. Then, And I'm still without AOL. Still. This is now coming up nearly two weeks. Nearly two weeks. No AOL. And when I dial the number, uh, it's, uh, and then you put in your phone number, uh, it says, oh, we are aware of problems relating to your exchange, and so nothing at all. Makes you wonder what, what you're paying for with AOL. Because I've had no computer at home, so I can't check on my work things, I can't do anything, I can't go round the world. It's probably saving me a small fortune, I should imagine, with, um, with buying stuff, so I have to do it when I come into the studio. But it's just driving me mad, and I said last week, if anybody else in the Twickenham area has been without AOL, is this quite normal for them? Because the last time we got somebody, we spoke to India, and frankly, I mean, it, it's just double Dutch... You're dealing with somebody who's in another country. They're, they're, they're following a script through, and then they say... This woman last week, I said, had the audacity to say, well, as soon as it comes back, we'll send you an email. I went, we don't, what's the point of sending an email? We don't have any AOL. Oh, right. We won't send an email. Well, just as well. Why don't you just get it fixed? They'll blame BT. BT will blame AOL. Somebody else will blame someone. I might have to buy a dongle today. Because, frankly, I am missing going on the internet. It's uh, become a little bit of an addiction. Quarter to nine is the time. Sunday morning, LBC 97.3. And with the roads James Wally.
1: Thanks Steve. The anti-clockwise M25 currently
0: 97.3. We've now got very into looking through the uh, pages of the internet for wigs to say and they're very cheap, you know. They're very very cheap. They're not they're not expensive at all. You can buy a uh, an average one for about 6.99 which seems quite good. You'd have to have real hair though, wouldn't you? I don't know what Anthony Davis's is, but it does he got it from the states and I think it was about 50 odd pounds, but it's really good. I mean, it's not full length, whereas I I had a a funny wig, which was like a Rod Stewart wig. Uh, And I looked quite good there. A lot of people thought I looked a bit like Farrah Fawcett. Uh, I thought I looked like Rod Stewart, but it was quite good. It's amazing how, how sort of blonde hair changes you. And Kathleen Turner (laughs) with women's hair. Come on. Let's start going around the office. Who's ever dressed up as a woman? Okay, let's find out now. Yeah, they were no, no, no. Essex boys. First thing they do, isn't it? Oh, wonder if these these tights fit. Oh, they do, you know. Next thing you're out by. We used to have it in one of our offices <laughs> one of our incarnations. One of the pla- oh, I quite like Kathleen. No, no, I don't like the old image. <laughs> Bit like me. And over the road from LBC studios was one of those cross-dressing shops. And they used to have a lot of we used to get a lot of letters which used to for some strange reason arrive at LBC for people who wanted to go out dressed as and they used to accommodate all sorts so they did big shoe sizes up to I think fifteen. So you could buy high heels at fifteen and lots of different outfits. And I often wonder actually who at LBC used to go out dressed like that. And I suddenly realized we did have a reporter who used to who used to cross dress. Very successfully, it has to be said, until he got stopped by the police one night and the the police phoned the newsroom and said, do you have a reporter called so-and-so? And And we went, yes. And they went, is he prone to dressing as a woman? We went, yes. They went, oh, right, just checking, because he said he worked for (laughs) LBC. Oh, dear. Anyway, I went for my uh, dinner yesterday at Joe Allen's, which was very nice, not having been there for uh, a little while. And sitting next to us, well, I thought it was boyfriend and girlfriend. Turned out to be father and daughter. It was Paul and Sky, because after you after you arrived, Sky, who's 15, said that sounds a lot like Steve Allen. And her dad, Paul, said, "Don't be so silly. I know he dines here, but that's not him, is it?" So they they had a check with the waiter who said, "Yes, that is Steve Allen." So it's always a bit of a disappointment, isn't it? You think, "Oh, I thought he'd be taller or something like that." Paul was wearing. These earrings, and I thought... Because I did get stopped in the car yesterday at the traffic lights. We were driving around trying to get through Covent Garden, which is a maze at the moment, because they've closed a lot of roads off. And I was getting a bit frustrated. we stopped at the traffic lights at Leicester Square. And the car had been cleaned the day before, so it was looking particularly good. And this bloke stands there, and he's looking in the window at us. And, uh, and Giles said, I think he wants to say something. So I wound down the window, and he said, Excuse me, sir. He said, could, could you please tell me how much it would cost me to purchase a car like this? So I thought quickly and I said, a pound. And he went, a pound? I said, yes. I said, there's a bloke giving them away up the road. I said, I've got three. I said, you know, I'm sure he'll still be there. And then we drove off with his, while his mouth was on the pavement. What a stupid question. You know, this care in the community, it's gone too far, I think, now. There's quite clearly not enough people being being looked after out there. Um, I did try the uh, the link. It still hasn't... Uh, nothing's happened, Vincent, I'm afraid, at all with AOL. In fact, they have been possibly worse than useless. Which is, uh, which is a shame, because I've been with them for ages and ages, but it just keeps switching off. So I think we might have to find something else, might we? Poor old Noreen. Her computer's crashed. Her computer has crashed as well. So um, she's, she's uh, now at her friends. Which good news, isn't it? It's always nice to have uh, friends who can sort out all these things for you, because, to be honest with you, I've got no idea half the time. You always think to yourself, is this going to work? Is that going to work? And you sit there staring at the computer. It's like losing your phone. Uh, Tony reckons that uh, Katie Price is the Queen of Broken Britain. Broken Britain, eh? Sounds quite good. The Queen of Broken Britain. Never even thought about it. Bradley's funeral from EastEnders was filmed at the New Southgate crematorium. Uh, Christine's celebrating a birthday today. The Wallace Collection is off Oxford Street. Yes, this was the other collection, not the Wallace Collection. This is the Welcome Collection, which is down off Houston Road. Uh, Fiona Phillips, who did that awful interview with... uh, Daniel Lloyd's friend, no loss at all. They should have kept Penny Smith, though. Says Stephen. See, I like Penny Smith. I, I don't agree that if you're if you're over fifty, you're going to be dropped from from television programs. Uh, Steve, I remember Izzy Bond. Are the recordings still obtainable? I just go onto the internet. Steve says your problem with AOL is strange. I live the other side of the airport and use a dongle, no problem. I think it's the exchange. I don't I don't know what they're doing with the exchange. I'm only going to start messing around. Um. And Anne says you've got a halogen oven. Can you cook straight from the glass bowl without an oven-proof dish or the rack? Uh think it's a glass bowl. it just it's got a light over the top of it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Can't be that uh, difficult. Green-lipped mussels are from New Zealand, i.e., twelve thousand miles to your plate. Good, isn't it? They, they they tasted quite good. Monkfish, mock cod is fish called pollock. Barbara in uh, Perryvale says a guest on Christo's show said it was good that Katie Price wrote Jordan was, quote, a normal woman, so other women could identify with her. God help us females if that's the case. Case. Uh, Best Fish and Chips, Pimlico, Seafresh, Wilton Road, says Martin. And Lynn says, I have to disagree. I would love for Katie Price to be around into old age and have the programme called What Granny Price Did Next. I don't think you would have to wait too long. I looked at it the other day and I did say on the programme, somewhat cruelly, I thought, that the camera, she was having fake eyelashes put in... She was having them individually put in, which looked a bit... I mean, the poor soul. And when it did a close-up, she's got a really hairy face. You know, there's quite a lot of hair on there. Uh, And I thought she was actually growing sideboards, sideburns, to sort of look look a little bit like the cross-dressing cage fighter that she now probably hasn't married. Uh, What happens to implants when women get really old? What, breast implants? I don't... You have to have them topped up, don't you? Don't breast implants... Don't you have them topped up? I don't know. Isn't it like going to the garage for a 13,000 mile checkup? I think they go there and go, oh, shh, 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 shh. They go, oh, that's fine on that side. Oh, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And Then the other side. I don't know what you're asking me for. There was always said that women with implants couldn't fly because the early implants, the, uh, the cabin pressure meant that there was a chance they could explode. You could be sitting there, you know, one minute with 32 double D, next minute 48 treble F or something, and they just got bigger and bigger, and the seat in front got pushed further and further away. But Katie Price seems to have no problem flying, does she? But that's what they used to say. They used to say, if you've had implants, you cannot fly. Luckily, I'm as natural as they come, which probably hasn't served me too well. Don't forget, if you want to have a go for my Apple iPhone 3G, it can be yours. It's in a Steve Allen special How low which finishes at 11 o'clock this morning. It's the one you must have. I cannot impress on you enough. It's no good turning up now with anything that's not an iPhone, because people just go, oh, uh, you've not got an iPhone, and then you go. Yes, I have. Here's the one I got on Steve Allen's program. Person with the lowest unique bid will win. Lowest bid in pence that nobody else makes. The hammer will come down at eleven this morning. And to play for this one, all you do is send a text, Steve. Then your bid in pence, and send that to treble eight two one. So Steve, and then for example, if you want to bid thirty four pence. Steve thirty four, and send that to treble eight. Two, one. The competition ends at eleven this morning. You must be over sixteen. Entries are limited and cost one pound fifty plus your standard network rate. Go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. It's got the full colour touch screen. You can view videos, play games, browse the internet, do all sorts of things, and it can be yours for mere pennies. So uh, why not have a go? Finish at eleven, not one of these waiting all day competitions. It's a quickie. Your free gifts today uh, with the Sunday mirror It's free Vaseline body lotion. Lovely. And uh, a free haircut for every reader with the hair group. It's quite good. What are they offering at the News of the World today? A free Eon power-down TV plug worth £15, which is good. What are the people offering? Free magazine sex scandals. How dull. Not even a free gift. Free movie popcorn with the Daily Star. Mail on Sunday. We're offering you Piers Morgan's 100 top celebrities. Poor old Piers. He's so desperate to be famous. He's just... He's absolutely desperate for it. I don't know a few people around here the same. Sunday Express were offering you a free Cadbury's flake and a free heather plant at something called Focus. I like the idea of a free Cadbury's flake. What was the flake that they brought out which was covered in chocolate? Because they used to... A friend of mine, Janet, who's listening at the moment, used to be the Cadbury's flake girl on television. And she would sit there and she would peel back the wrapper and then she would put it in her mouth. And it was, it was done... It was very erotic, very erotic. And, and every time I've done it, I've tried to be as erotic doing it, you end up with half a flake all over you. So they brought out something else. And it was the flake, but covered in chocolate, so it didn't, didn't drip all over you. And, um, there we go. Oh, we're all going to watch it now, are we? We're all going to watch it. There we go. We like the, <laughs> They like the idea of sort of watching the Cadbury's Flake. But they don't do it anymore on the television. I've seen some very rude programmes there was a TV programme the other day, and I began to thought, I'd wander, I thought I'd wandered into something different. And it was, um... There she is. And it was, it was an, uh, a coming-of-age programme. Well, I've never seen anything like it. My t- the language alone was absolutely dreadful. And I was sat there thinking, do you think children are going to be watching this? The answer is probably yes. Thank goodness we're an adult-based programme this morning. It's LBC, it's Steve Allen, and after the news, Jonathan Levi.
3: You think you'd wear...
0: Morning, nice to be company. Welcome to a bright Sunday morning. Not just because of the programme, but because outside it is absolutely... I mean, it's almost crop-top weather. It's Not for me, I hasten to add, but for women in America it is crop-top weather. Or failing that if you'd watched my big fat gypsy wedding on ITV. Yeah, yeah, but people go around in crop-tops, even in cold weather. And I've seen a lot of bare flesh, Alex, around here. A lot of bare flesh, really. I mean, last night there was bare flesh on show. People going out wearing very little... And I think to myself, I can't. I just wrap up. There's a lot of bare flesh out this morning in Leicester You're Square. You're showing people, quite a bit yourself.
4: People, people still haven't gone home. I was, in, oh. I was in McDonald's getting the papers, reading through everything. That's all the clubs. Preparation,
0: And then it's to everybody is in clubbing gear, yeah. leery-eyed. I, was, I felt... What really- is clubbing gear? I only asked Jonathan Levi because there was a programme on the telly this morning which is one of those makeover programmes where it was done, I think, by one of the former Atomic Kittens. It's an old format where they, where they take somebody... And they do them up, but they don't show them. And then they have a mirror that's covered, and then they take the covering off the mirror and go, that's the new you. Yeah. Well, they did it on a BBC daytime programme, donkeys years ago, so they've not they've not done anything new with it. And you, there was a woman there, and she went out clubbing in what can only be described as nothing. It was a, like a sort of spray-on mini dress. A G-string. She was wearing a G-string with this sort of... I don't know, it looked like a fisherman's net wrapped round her body. And she went clubbing looking like that. Well, in the north, people wear
4: less than in the south, don't yes, they? Yes, they do. I've been to Blackpool. The colder that it is in this country, the less people seem to wear when yeah. they go out. You'll just have men in tight, tight T-shirts and jeans and women in uh, barely anything. Whereas here, I suppose, I don't know, Ben Sherman... Is that clubbing
0: gear i don't know i haven't been out (laughs) to a club for ages i mean i obviously if i go to a club people think oh your grandfather's turned up so there's no point in going there because everybody's about 15 years old yeah they're all young they've all got loads of energy and i've got fake id fake id exactly which they've made on the internet and i'm standing there going it's so loud this music it really you can't have a conversation no luckily you don't you don't get smoked out now which you used to before you'd walk into a room and there'd be so much smoke in it now, at least, it, it's clear that way. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't go to a, I think you get to a certain age, you don't do clubs. You can go to restaurants instead. Yeah, you, you go and have dinner, you have a couple of bottles of wine and, yeah. and chat. But I, I wouldn't... Would you do a club now? Depends. Maybe. Would you? Maybe. Would you take take the wife? Yeah, we might go to a club. Really? I think what kind, though. What sort of club would you?
4: What, a dancing club? Well, not like a sort of, um... Not like the kind of club where they would check your shoes when you go in. Not the kind of club you go to as a teenager where you have to... Check your shoes? Well, you know, they have to, you have to wear certain footwear and oh they, right. you're not allowed in in jeans. Oh and right. there's there's no, no Bouncers trainers. sort of standing outside yeah. being menacing. Not that kind of... I suppose y- Jesus would no way get in a club nowadays. Sandals definitely out. I did go to a really fun club a couple of months ago called Jalous in um, Hanover Square, right? And that's a kind of Paris Hilton um, went there when she was when she was over here. It was like a kind of it's one of those clubs where you can spend ten thousand pounds on a bottle of champagne and sit down really? and at a table. I mean, not that I did. I stood at the side with a glass of house white wine for about <laughs> fifteen pounds and lasted <I> <laughs> for a couple of hours and just stared at stared at everybody, but. But that, that's quite fun. You do get quite yeah. sort of
0: upmarket clubs. I, I do laugh because there's the one that Prince Harry goes to where it's quite normal to spend five, six hundred quid on a bottle of champagne. Yeah, well, that's, it's that sort of thing. That know, sort of thing. That's Whiskey misty likes like going to, go into, doesn't it? Yes.
4: Which is just part of the Hilton on Park Lane. And
0: it? obviously pe- people like that kind of thing. I would feel quite awful going into a club and spending that much money because you get the hanger us. They, they interviewed a load of girls and their whole premise in life was to go to a club to get invited into the VIP area by a footballer, they weren't interested in actors; they just wanted footballers yeah. because they had more money, and there was a chance they were going to be drinking Cristal and yeah, and that kind of thing. And well, that's they did do, do all this sort of d'etre. pomp
4: and ceremony with the drinks. As when I was in Jalous, and I was looking, you know, the people that are sitting at the tables, and there's a
0: minimum spend of a thousand pounds to sit down. Well, and Shrimp then... Fellows was like that. If, if you sat at a table downstairs, you had to drink spirits. Yeah. And in those days, a bottle of spirits was about £70, £150. Right. You could not sit at a table. So people would come down and sit at a table thinking you can sit there. And you'd be ushered off very quickly. Yeah. But in Jalouse, they come over, if you order a particular magnum of this
4: or that or whatever, Mm. they come at, there's sort of, there's two bouncers and a really sort of sexy waitress, and then there's sparklers in the top of the champagne. And they try and create this ludicrous pomp and ceremony
0: surrounding what is is basically... (laughs) Yeah
4: just a bottle of, you know, a bottle of champagne that's really not worth very much I remember going to
0: Juan le pin years ago, and Dale and I went there for a, an evening out, and, and we go to this restaurant, and there's people on the other tables having their cocktails with sparklers in. All I kept thinking was, it's just drawing attention to yourself. It's like it's like going into a restaurant, and they have the sizzling platter. Yeah. And everybody's going, oh, what are they having? Like well, I don't know, if chefs just thrown something on a hot stone. Although I do remember when I was a child going to clouds in Norbiton,
4: and you could get <laughs> clouds in Norbiton, <laughs> and, and the children's menu for the dessert, you could get some, some vanilla ice cream with a sparkler in, which was amazing.
0: Oh, when we go to the uh, the Italian uh, in Epping, the kids there, in fact, Danielle's saving her ice cream because it comes in a, like a Disney mug and you can save them, and they let her go out to the back and pick the one out of the fridge so she can get one she hasn't got. So as a child, I did love sparklers coming with puddings. Yeah, but not as an adult. They look a bit naff in a... Oh, it looks utterly ludicrous. It looks as naff, I'm afraid, as these big white limousines in town driving around full of Essex girls. Not that I've got anything against Essex girls, but I'm just thinking, if you go to Vegas, they look classy, and New York, they look classy. For some reason over here, they make themselves look cheap. Well, it's because the windows are so small, and there's so many little heads kind of all crowded around the windows, waving... Yes It's sort of I did pull up alongside one once And people were out down the window And waving at me Yeah Because I looked the other way Yeah it was horrible. I felt quite cheap and ghastly. Do you wave at things like if you? I don't really wave from boat. Well, you know, if you're on boats, people
4: wave. I've done you're it on a, on a boat.
0: I have done it. I've, I have done it when I've been up to Hampton Court on the boat. People do wave from that. And they Richmond sit in to Hampton Court. Yes, and they sit in, in the pubs. They wave, and you wave,
4: and they wave back. They wave back. <laughs> they don't even know you. You Don't do it on the tube, though, Do you wave if you? You know, sometimes if you go through a tunnel and then there's another tube going through a tunnel, and you sort of pass each other
0: occasionally. You don't wave at that? Do you? you no, no. Yeah, but maybe later. Even think you would wave. Well, we're, we're, I mean, where is the cut off for waving? Well, you just wave on a boat. Just boat. We, we, we used to wave when we, we used, used to, to go caravanning. Waving. We used to have a caravan years ago, and if you passed another car towing a caravan, you would flash your lights and wave. It's agony on a barge when people wave because it goes so slowly. You're walking it's, along the river, still and they're waving. waving. <laughs> yes, they're still there. Wave, wave. <laughs> <laughs> and, unfortunately, the, the, the producer is, is a rather cruel person. There's a slight sadistic streak in him. He actually waves at people who just missed the closing doors on the tube. Do you know they get there? Oh, you didn't get on, suckers! Would you
4: wave at a lift? I'm just going
0: to quickly press, close door, close no, door. But if, you go, if, but if you get into a lift in Austria, people get a lift and you stand there and say nothing. But when they get off, they turn round and go, Peter saying, Do they? Yeah. They, they always say goodbye to you when they're leaving a lift, or hello. But it's most peculiar because nobody said a word, and they get off the lift, off the lift, and then they turn around and say goodbye to you. <laughs> and I was the first time it happened to me. I thought, do I do I know these people? And then I discovered that everybody does it over here. You just get off the lift, the doors open, out you go. No, no, no. In other countries, yes, they... you then say it back. Yes, you you have to respond. <laughs> In other <laughs> you know, countries, they take waving even further, don't they? Because,
4: I mean, some countries, if you're just driving along, people will stand on the roadside waving. or
0: are trying to from flag you down. Trains. They're trying to flag you. They're hitching. Or they've just had an accident. Just <laughs> please oh, I stop? I thought just waving. Stop. No, no, no. It's like people bobbing around on the ocean. When they're waving, they're drowning. Oh, really? They're quite likely to go over and rescue them. Oh. I just wave They should back. do an advert for the National Lifeboat saying, you see some? oh, look, there's somebody waving at us from the cliffs. They go, oh, look, look, no, they're drowning. You have to go and help them out. It still doesn't alter the fact you get to a certain age where you cannot go clubbing. Right. And I, I think I've, I've hit that age. Which I, I, I like. I like the idea of not going clubbing. But I feel sorry for them. Because, as you say, you walk through brilliant sunshine. And there's people sitting in McDonald's, because it opens at five, who've been out clubbing, who are feeling really awful. And they're having to have a sausage and egg McMuffin. Yeah. And a hash brown sod it let's leave the program It's going. Yeah. It. <laughs> and they're happy to have that to sort of top up yeah i felt quite jealous did you I think it quite when fun. i pulled in in the car it was open and I, I looked at the people there and i thought can i seriously go in there and order something and i thought no i can't <laughs> so i didn't i didn't because if you go to burger king they do little tiny hash browns which look like they've got so much grease on them i thought no i can't touch yeah. those at all no. but um it's that kind of it's it's, it's having a, a kebab isn't it after you've been out clubbing yeah, a kebab looks interesting and go home and go straight to bed. Yeah. That's what we used to do. Yeah. When we used to go clubbing. Now, I haven't done the pancake bites. Are they Are they nice? I've seen the advert for them. Are they good? You see the shop... I'm, I'm looking after my figure at the moment. So, I'm looking after it expanding. I went out. I bought some trainers for a friend of mine the other day. I've no idea how much trainers cost. Really expensive. do you think they were. £96 for a pair of trainers. £96. Cheap at the price. You could spend more. Oh, is it? Oh, right. Yeah, it's not too bad. Well, it depends uh, what you want to get. Is it? Oh, right. <laughs> <coughs> i bought them from uh, a place in covent garden where all they sell are trainers and you go in and then you go downstairs and they've got all these nike trainers and, and there's hundreds of people in there buying trainers florida outlet malls exactly the same trainers 25 30 dollars are they yeah yeah but the flight we've... across there's a bit more expensive well that's true that's the only problem but I I've, thought I've £96 for a pair of trainers. Well, d- we are ripped off in this country on things like that. For trainers. Right. They can't cost them that to make, can they? And yet, you've got to have them. The producer goes to Tesco. They're made by children the under the, the minimum
4: wage in China. Sorry? They're made by children. Yes, they are made, made in, the China, they, in China,
0: aren't they? I mean... Why are they saying It's like razor blades. Razor blades cost pennies. Yeah. And yet, magically, it's the most stolen item in British shops. Razor blades. Because a packet is about £8 of four blades. The markup is horrendous. Small wonder they can afford to give Tiger Woods loads of money. They're coining it on razor blades. You
4: know, American pharmacies—the one thing that's behind bars that you have to get is somebody from behind the counter to come razor get a blades. key.
0: Diet pills. Diet pills. Yeah. All locked up. Can't really? get to the diet pills. The f- oh, over here it's razor blades, most Nick thing. Yeah. That's why there are so many copies of them out in the markets. Yeah. Diet pills? Yeah. Are they addicted to... Di- are they, these are over-the-counter or prescription diet pills? No, over-the-counter diet pills. Oh. Well, I suppose if you could go and binge and then get a diet pill. Oh, yeah, but it doesn't... I don't think it works like that, does it? No. Because you end up... Looking like one of those... Yeah, you have Americans. to... Yes, you, you have to... If if, if you're going to lose weight, you have to sort of work out or do some sort of exercise to firm it up. Yeah. And I, I do watch all these adverts on the, the television, you know, for, for people working out on... Um, on these little machines And I think I'm, really, I'm not really a workout kind of person have
2: you, ever
4: si- have you ever had one of those ones Where you can sit and watch telly and eat And they just attach electrodes to your stomach And then and it's like Max Clifford used like to pump one There to was a, a company
0: that went, went to Max Clifford Because he's, he's very good And they said can you do this And it was pads That you attach to yourself Yeah and the, and the fat just dissolves What a load of old rubbish Of course it is The fat's got to go somewhere Where do you think it goes? It doesn't get You have to, you have to work out Because you've got to stretch the skin If you, if you just lose weight You'll be all flabby they're reassuringly expensive, though, aren't they? You about £149. Not... Pounds. Yeah. But just having a vibrating pad on your body. I, I used to know a gym where they had a machine where you lay on it and the machine moved up and down, so your legs moved up and down like that, and then sideways. Most peculiar. But you did up and down, and apparently this one... You've got to... Sounds like a very relaxed no way to exercise. No gain. Oh, travel. With James Morley.
1: Thanks, Steve. The M25... Del- Steve Allen.
0: Morning, everybody. It's Steve Allen's Sunday Breakfast. It's LBC. Jonathan Levi's here. Now we know that he goes clubbing occasionally. And uh, somebody wanted to know, have you ever managed to get a dodgy tattoo after a sleepless night in Goa? No, I don't think so, really. I think that, that's pushing the boat out a little bit too far. <laughs> a little bit too far. But uh, 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. Don't forget to send in your uh, questions for Darren. Do them now. And don't, don't leave it too late. Make them shorter. The shorter the question is, what we'll do, we'll actually print all these off... And then, um, we'll give them to Darren. OK. 84850 steve at uk. Now, I did go through the papers. Yeah. And to be honest with you, it's a toss-up between, is Cheryl Cole going to go back with Ashley? Yeah. And they all seem to be thinking, yes, she will. Which, to be honest, you know, Well, she's not ruling out a divorce, is she? No. She's saying that she's not going gonna... to... Which, I think what is it? What, 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 what do men have, have to do before women go, uh, Dumb?
4: I don't know. I don't know. The the only thing I'd say is that you you never really know about people's relationships. Not really. I mean, I understand some people have
0: open relationships and I know what that means. But in, in terms of her and him, quite clearly he's bored out of his tiny. She's got a career, which must, I should imagine, annoy him a little bit. Yeah, it's not
4: obviously... The whole thing isn't good for her sort of brand, you know, so she'll be advised to uh, break up with him because it, it would affect all sorts of endorsements and, yeah. and things in terms of what they what she sort of ends up doing. But,
0: you know, she's probably in love with him. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, th- it, it does happen that women women get beaten up by, by men and stay with them. Yeah, or and vice versa, even. I don't know. They go, well, I'm frightened of him. Or that she, you know, loves him despite these things. Yeah. I don't know. Or I've that- always said... And I I maintain that I couldn't care less if John Terry or any of these celebrities want to have an extracurricular. It's got nothing... It doesn't affect what they do for a job. If I had an affair... It wouldn't make the slightest difference oh, yeah. to how, how you did your job. And also, how I run my life is, is between me and myself.
4: No, it is. It, it, I mean, you know, the media jump on it. Is it if, you, you know, a few months earlier you've, just, you've done a, a photo shoot for a, being a happy family and being paid for it? Or you've just won a super daddy prize or, you know, it, you can There you might can't... be a super daddy. There well, might be I a loving know.
0: relationship. They might just want a bit extra.
4: Yeah, well, I guess that's that, that will be there's argument. Always, there's,
0: you're always going to find people who are going to be quite happy to sleep with a celebrity. I think, on the whole, people are much
4: more forgiving of each other than the media is. I think the media is a much more, at the, the moment especially, a much more sort of censorious uh puritanical it's jumping down everybody's
0: throats mm. the whole time left right and center i think what, on an
4: individual basis people are more forgiving
0: yeah but what, what has it got to do with us if somebody wants to have a relationship it's got nothing to do well, with think it's all. just gossipy the and producer sort of here could be having a, a relationship with somebody in the office God, it d- doesn't affect me no the, the only person he has to sort of face is is the wife on the other hand if they have one of those relationships it's not going to make any difference why, why should we judge people i don't care Some people are judged and some people aren't. I Um, mean,
4: I think, you know, the media... Newspapers will be sitting on uh, celebrities and
0: well-known people who have been having affairs for years and years and years and not reporting it. I Um, remember a very famous celebrity who was followed by one of the newspapers for the best part of a year because they'd had a tip-off that he was playing away but uh, not uh, not with a woman. Yeah. And so they ended up following this celebrity for ages and ages... And in the end, yes, yeah, sort of like... Well, yes, like like what? Not not a woman. No, a bloke. But he gave the impression that he was very happily married and, yeah. and heterosexual until the reporters bumped into this person somewhere and they had to hide. Well, you can think of all sorts of people in the public yeah. eye who are happily married. They, spent 80, UK, they didn't come you know? up with anything. Yeah. They just followed them because they'd had a tip-off. Right. I don't know. It's I mean, right, yeah. isn't it, really, that it we're is... so... We're so interested in this. But it does form the basis of the newspapers. It
4: does. Well, the tabloids, anyway. Yeah. Simon Cowell uh, was sort of interesting last night on the Piers Morgan show. There's a bit about it today. Kevin O'Sullivan's yes. very impressed. I mean, he sort of captures it. He says it's a good show, and in the end, it's impossible not to like him. I mean, it was sort of interesting. You sort of learn the old thing, I suppose. I mean, the, the fact that... I thought it was quite interesting that he's, he's an insomniac. He said that he can't sleep at all. He doesn't get to sleep till about four or five in the morning. I can understand that. Um, oh, i typical just when I start. He has to, <laughs> <laughs> he has to take sleeping pills... Pretty much every night. See, I think that's terrible. So he can't sleep, and he's addicted to sleeping pills. Yeah. Um, he hates confrontation, and he can't sack people, which is ironic, but it's saying... Oh, sort I, I know lots of people in business who so can't do that. he sort of talked a little bit about um, falling out with... Uh, the girl that presented it for a bit, you know, Kate Thornton. Yes. And um, how, you know, he felt bad about him not being the one that, you know, sacked her and, and so on. Yeah. And then he had to apologise to her later. Um, and then he hates confrontation. He, it, Terry Seymour was sort of edited out of the whole thing. She wasn't mentioned at all. He did, there was a whole thing about how he gets on with all his exes
0: and they're all like a big happy family except Terry Seymour. Yes. He wasn't mentioned at all. <laughs> In fact, he didn't actually mention a lot of the uh, no. American accusations. No. and. No, and there was nothing about Simon Fuller, no. and there was nothing Which about... is such a strange thing, isn't it? Because they this feature so heavily. Yeah,
4: and they had a sort of woman from the enemy who they sort of set up as their sort of token baddie who uh, criticised Simon Cowell a little bit, um, And they, but they couched it in such a way that she was presented as slightly ludicrous. Yeah. They didn't have Sting or they didn't have a, a whole load of people that they could have had who would have had... Um, more reasoned, uh, more authoritative arguments against what he does in television yeah. and so on. I mean, I think he's, you know, I admire him enormously. Oh, I do so too. It's kind of, you know, but it was, it was sort of interesting. Uh, you know, his th- uh, sort of brown nosing was slightly cringing, mm.
0: worthy as well. You as see, well I always Watson. thought, even when Piers was an editor, he was never very good. No. He always did sort of naff interviews. His interviews on the television are, are lame, to say the least, and he does do this brown note. It's it's because he's so desperate to be a big, big celebrity yeah. and earn as much money as Simon Cowell. I thought the interview was absolutely fine, but I don't think he should
4: have said. He said at the beginning, I'm going to show the public a side to Simon they probably don't even imagine could possibly
0: exist. Well, now, that's such a thing to set up. Yeah. He didn't deliver on that. No. But it was a good show. But there again, you see, Piers Morgan owes his entire living to Simon Cowell. Yeah, so what's he going to say? He isn't going to attack him. He's going to have to do these... It was like when when Piers Morgan did these lame programmes. One in... uh, He did Monte Carlo. I mean, it was positively dire. Yeah, they rate, though. They're interesting. Well, people are fascinated, aren't they? If uh, if you say, right, we're we're now going to spend a week with... um, You know, inside Buckingham Palace, people will watch it because it's fascinating. So Piers Morgan goes for the rich and famous and doesn't do anything apart from sit on a yacht. That they don't even take us round. know. Oh, it was it was just poor. I've seen much better documentaries, but they try and sell him as here he is with his crisp white shirt, whereas his uh, his own past doesn't bear too much scrutiny. No, and he wouldn't like to talk about. No, it. No, exactly. There's yeah. loads of things. Look, Louis Theroux was exactly the same. Yeah. You start asking Louis Theroux about some of the things in his life, and you go, "Why well, don't do that?" And you go, "But that's what you do for a living." Yeah. Why would you Why would you
4: not want? Gerald Cole sort of very disingenuously told a story about Simon looking after a ladybird on a window
0: ledge, and then said, "Oh, he'll hate me for telling you this story." It's like, yeah, right. Now, without something being set up, especially if it's something like that. If, if you interview the Queen or Prince Philip, you submit your questions in advance, you don't just throw something in like, so, what did you think about Diana, really? There was a very careful phrase he
4: used in relation to his girlfriend that he's supposedly... Smitten. Yes. Simon smitten. is smitten with, and that's the word they used. Yeah. It's the w- word they both used. They wouldn't use anything like love or anything like that. But they said smitten.
0: Yeah. I am smitten. I think he is smitten because she's trekked across the Afghan borders through the snow, a bit like one of the meerkats. Yeah. And she's arrived to this country with nothing at all and she's worth diddly-squat and he's worth 250 million. Yeah. And yet he's still got much hairier hands than anybody I've ever seen. I think he shaves his knuckles. He must do, because you've got yeah. this very odd scenario with Simon's hands, but yeah. I'm strangely drawn to them. I've never seen hands that hairy. No. He's had a lot. He, He's had a lot of work done, hasn't
4: he? Yeah. Well, I think lots of facials and lots of treatments and stuff. His complexion's completely different. Yes. He had rather kind of open pores and quite a red blotchy face for a long time. Yeah. And now it's completely. I don't know if it's just makeup and fake tan, but it's just com- completely different. He's yes. just got the, the skin
0: of a d- completely different person. But still, very clear. even. He must kick himself and pinch himself every day, thinking, "Do you know this is the easiest format in the entire world, and and I've got it yeah. or them." Which is, which is absolutely, absolutely fantastic. OK, listen, take uh, a very, very quick break. Uh, in a moment, t- don't forget, get those questions in for Darren. It's steve at lbc.co.uk. steve at lbc.co.uk. And uh, we shall print them off. And then what we'll do is we shall give them to Darren. He'll have a look at them. So uh, just make sure that you've got them in as quickly as possible. Okay, Steve at LBC.co.uk. This is LBC 97.3.
4: There are people who think about their health all the time. There are people who don't pay at a moment's note.
0: Morning, everybody. Cadbury's Ripple was that uh, chocolate bar. Cadbury's Ripple. Thank you to everybody who told us about uh, that one. Don't forget, uh, Darren's here just after ten. Jonathan Levi is with us at the moment as we go through the papers. And uh, he agrees with me, Kim Marsh telling uh, Piers Morgan in a dreary 25 hour interview on her rise from poverty to a hundred grand a year. Oh, whoopee-doo. Um, on how the reason she finished with Jack Ryder is because he was boring. Because he wanted to stay in, you know, and watch television with her and be her husband. She wanted to go out partying and revelled in, uh, in the limelight. I'm afraid, Kim, you're as boring as I thought you were before. I never could stand you, and I even told Jack that. I said, you're better off without her. I think she saw him as the passport to the fame, because until she married him, she was just some... Dreadful yeah. singer in hearsay. Yeah, would have dis What a horrible thing to say about somebody. No, no, awful. You know, he actually had to put up with your children, Lovey. If you remember, he was the one who sort of looked after them while you sort of went out partying. And you know, dreadful. The reason she walked out of hearsay is because you were crap. That's why. You don't need to explain to me with Piers Morgan why you did things. And her big fear is Corrie is killing off her dream job. Oh dear God! Please, I hope it happens this shit. Uh, and then there's a friend of mine who's in the papers today because he runs an agency, JLA is Jeremy Lee Associates, and they're talking about how the BBC staffers can make money on the side. Jeremy Lee's agency uh, looks after um, people who want to do corporates. So, in other words, if, if you decided to have a, a big bash at the South Bank show and you go, I think we'll actually get in John Humphreys, you would go to JLA and they'd say, well, actually, John's going to cost you 10000 for the night, which I think is actually quite reasonable, because the most expensive on their books is Hugh Edwards, for 25 grand, and believe it or not, this is the money that the, these people do make. A friend of mine did it and got 28 grand for doing it. Chris Evans, 25 grand, Richard Hammond, 25, John Simpson, 25, Kirsty Young, 25, Andrew Marr, only 18. He'll be very fed up. Somebody 12. like Adrian Childs is on 25, 25, yeah, for a corporate, yeah. Claire Balding, 10 grand, seems quite a lot for Claire Balding. That does seem quite a lot. Lynn Bowles, a thousand. I think you could get it for four hundred. I think much much cheaper. It's probably cheaper on a probably on a Sunday. Or yes, m- Maybe early in the week. Even somebody 400 called 400 Justin Webb, who reads the news, five thousand pounds. Now this this is what their book price would be, but believe you me, they'd all go a lot cheaper. In times of recession. But it is quite possible for some of these motivated speakers to earn serious money, isn't it? Well, you know. Oh, you can get a lot in corporates and after-dinner speeches and all that kind of thing. So you've uh, actually got an act going. It's where
4: a lot of those celebrities make their money because they don't get that from television these days.
0: No. Well, certainly don't at GMTV
4: when they're dropping them left, right and centre. Yeah. And Jeremy Paxman getting 25000 quid apparently, to turn up and do various bits and bobs. But then it's nothing to comedians standing on a stage,
0: you know. I should imagine if you wanted McIntyre, you'd be paying... 15 to 20 grand for him? Yeah. To do his, to do his act? Well, reportedly, Mark Ronson, that uh, celebrity DJ,
4: DJ and record producer yeah. or whatever, charged some Russian oligarch um, a million pounds to DJ at his daughter's
0: 18th birthday yes. party. wouldn't surprise me in a Because you can then say that we had Mark Ronson... The fact that he's boring as heck. Yeah. Because he's now releasing an album where he sings. Lady Gaga's helping him with singing lessons. Yeah, she told him to have them, apparently. Yes, have singing lessons, Do You can't sing... OK. There is a story in the paper which I find terribly depressing, and I'm not sure if I want to bring it to people. Is that the George Sampson The George Sampson one? story. Oh, I feel really... Now, you remember of... George Sampson, who was the Britain's Got Talent winner who danced on his head and did the singing, and I thought, bit of a naff act, but he won £100,000. Turns out his sister's working as a hooker. Yeah. Which doesn't look good in anybody's books. He's 16, she's 19. Because he could only dance in a puddle. And the trouble yeah. is with that is What's that. What's that got to do with it? Well, I mean, <laughs> I could it, just, in a puddle. it just limited, you know,
4: because not very many p- places have all that paraphernalia sensitive When up he to went into in this show
0: in the Strand, he was down at the Strand in a show there. The cues around the stage door every night rivaled that of Harry Potter and all his fans outside when he was doing Equus. I've never seen cues for George Sampson around the stage door that to call the police in. Well, he seemed like quite a sweet. Source. And yet, for 30 quid, you could have had his sister. You know, but a little bit nearer. Which is which is very disappointing because she said, I needed the money. Yeah. He won a hundred thousand. His mum was in the paper a short while ago. And I'm thinking, how embarrassing that your sister has to do that because she can't I mean, I don't believe that people have to be prostitutes. Well, she worked in a massage parlour in Manchester, didn't she, where she charged the But this. they don't have to do that, do they? You don't you must be able to get a job doing something else.
4: Yeah. Surely. And she wasn't really even earning very much money. I mean it's not like she was raking it in was she at thirty pounds an hour?
0: No, the trouble is most of these uh girls will always sort of say, "Oh I earn this much and make make prostitution look glamorous, whereas in fact it isn't it isn't glamorous, it's not clever, it's ridden with you know people being ripped off, beaten, abused looks pretty seedy it is very, really. very seedy, but uh here she is leaving the brothel on Thursday. she's admitted it she said i'm I'm sorry." Uh, We used to bust together. I'm so ashamed, but I needed the money. Well, I've had days where I've needed the money, but believe you me, I'd never consider anything like that. And how embarrassing for George Sampson. This is my sister, the hooker. It's it's just awful for them. Why would the papers want to print that story? I don't know. It's not really in the public interest, is it? um, There's a sort of... She'd have full sex for £30. For £30. No
4: morals. In the Mail on Sunday, Oscar losers walk away with goodie bags worth £61,000. Um, How much? so £61,000, the goodie bag for the Oscars. Oh, nice. It includes, Last year was very good. It includes an African safari, yeah. tickets to an all-inclusive fitness boot camp, and a Tiffany crystal-studded cat collar. Oh, what if you oh. don't have a cat? Well, you'd sell it on the internet. Well, that's true. In recent years actors have been invited to gifting suites set up in hotels before the ceremony oh, right. where they can take their pick from dozens of luxury items in return for posing for a photograph to help promote the product. I mean I know that lots of products that do that. Yeah. Do you
0: know? But where is where is the payoff for the people who who are who are giving the, the the presents? So so the African safari very nice they all get one. Yeah. But where where where, where do the company get their promotion for? It's a big sign come up going holidays given by.
4: Uh <sighs> There'll be different things. Uh, They'll have to negotiate all of that, whether it was mentioned on the invite, whether it's mentioned on press boards, whether um, it's in the promotional literature to do with the press release, whether there's some wording in there or not. Um, Then there'll be the the opportunity for a photographer from that company to stand in front of a press board and take a photograph of the celebrity holding that thing, which then they can use for their own marketing purposes. And suddenly they've given away a product and then they have a photograph of an A-list celebrity holding their product, which they can then own the rights to. They can put on their own website. They can and then mm. look like that person's associated with their brand, it's, it's worth an awful lot of money for those yeah. um, companies.
0: But when, when you did the South Bank show, when you had, had guests on, were they given a goodie bag?
4: Well, we, we up until this last final year, we did do a goodie bag. Yeah. Where, Richard and
0: Judy did a goodie bag. They would find yeah. out what somebody wanted and it would be, they would approach a company and they would put together a goodie bag. Yeah. Paul, Paul O'Grady would find out a present that somebody wanted, yeah. so they'd come onto the show.
4: And you you did the same. We did the same, but we put it together ourselves. So we we um we had a mixture of chocolate companies, champagne companies, had some vouchers for various things, um, mm. some books and DVDs and things. I remember last year when you came to the awards, there was that you brought in the goodie bag the next day yes. and went through it. This year it was just a um, <laughs> it was just the book. It was just the book. Yeah. We we just we just decided it was a bit too much trouble than it was worth to organise sort of a big complicated goodie bag again. So we didn't. But you know you, there are companies, um very happy to put together that kind of thing i mean on old bond streets um all those designer boutiques mm. um if uh if you're someone you know like sort of some age, some you know young glamorous starlet um upstairs in all of those shops there is a there are th- there's an area where there's all the all the clothes or all the handbags or whatever and then celebrities are just invited upstairs things pick what they
0: want oh right oh Quite like that idea. Yeah. Yes. Go, that's right. They they did it at one of it was one of the ceremonies over here, and they had a room where you went and you just picked out an item that you wanted. Yeah, because I was watching Gokwam the other night, and he had I think it might have been Misha Barton on. Yeah. Who's quite pretty. Was she an OC or something like that? Yeah, she was a long time ago. She got her own handbag range out at Debenhams. That's right. But then, strangely, I was trying to work out why she would have done this. He flew over there and went, oh, hi, me. She want to do this and that. Yeah. And I was trying to think where the, where the plug was coming. And sure as God made little apples, ten minutes into the interview, he went, of course you've actually got your new handbag range yeah, out. So haven't Yes, yeah, 30 new designs. And up came the, uh, yeah. the pictures of them. And I thought... That's the free advert. Yeah, that makes sense. That's perfect the free sense. advert. But, you know, it's a double-edged sword.
4: On the one hand, you can go up to, you know, go up to Missoni or Gucci or whatever and help yourself to handbags and dresses. But then, on the other hand, if you're pictured coming out of a nightclub with somebody that isn't you, then, you know, you're plastered all over the papers. Yeah. You know, and the, you're followed. And, and so, you know, that, 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 they're the perks of celebrity, but there are major downsides, it. Yes.
0: Think. Well, in fact, the, the, the big problem for poor old Jordan is that she can't get free clothes from anybody. Nobody wants her to down-market their clothes. <laughs> So it's no good her her going to Chloe and Issy Mayaki or anyone, because they don't want her to wear the clothes. She's already been turned down by loads of companies, because they go, no, thank you, you're that cheap pink tracksuit thing. No, 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 you're not wearing our clothes. And yet, if Victoria Beckham wore it... Yeah. ..you would want to do it, you know. All right, very quick break. With the travel... It's Jane Crawley.
1: Thanks, Steve. Well, problems on the motorways...
0: it's 11 minutes to 10. Uh, apparently, Eddie says, uh, originally it was Cadbury's Dipped Flake. Ripple is made by Galaxy. So there you go. Oh, actually, we, we have a Poundland opening in Twickenham. Oh. But uh, normally, they, they invite a celebrity to open it. Guess who's opening our one? It is a celebrity, actually. Well, I said celebrity. I couldn't tell you the actress's name, but she's in Coronation Street, and she plays Steve's wife in the pub. I've got no idea what her name is. She's one of the new act- actresses who's come in. She's opening it.
4: Oh, what's well, step the step-up of the 39 p shop?
0: Yes. Pa- apparently Poundland's quite good, so they tell me, cause it's all branded goods. Yeah. I wonder whose toes they're going to be stepping on there. If they do sweets, the local sweet shops are going to suffer, aren't they? Yeah. Well, so, there's no... Well, is it in the where Woolworths used Yes. Be? Yeah, so it's quite quite big. Quite a big shop. Quite a big shop. Yeah. Good. Uh, 84850, stevedlbc.co.uk. Uh, all of the... lot. Um, everybody telling me about the, uh, the, uh, the Galaxy Ripple. He says, what has Jack Ryder done since leaving EastEnders? Well, he's just finished touring. He did a TV series and he's just finished touring. In fact, he was round the corner in Calendar Girls. Yeah. For, uh, for quite a good run. So that's what he's done. That's what he, he does. He's very nice, actually. Very nice. Uh, without insulting Ursula Andress, I now can't look at Katie Price without comparing them. Ursula Andress, no comparison at all. Ursula uh,
4: Andress, do you remember yes, Ursula, Ursula Andress? I know I remember Ursula
0: Andress. Ursula Andress was uh, was absolutely wonderful. Oh. I thought, <laughs> well, at least I thought she looked great. You might uh, you might think differently. I haven't seen Michael Winner's dining programme yet. His dining stars. Uh, we talked about it, but I've never managed, I've never been yeah. in at the right time. No, I haven't quite seen that yet. Yeah, so, so I'm I'm hoping to watch it. I haven't also seen uh, Pineapples Dance Studios. No, which is very odd. Is, is that is that fun? That's fun. It's it's, it's not a reality show. They're, apparently, there are real people on there. They're real. Oh, really? They just look a bit peculiar. Oh. And I did miss first time voters' question time with the deeply intelligent Dermato Dreary. and Jamelia. I saw that actually. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, me and um, one hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine others. I didn't get a big audience of a hundred thousand. I mean. Why they actually booked Dermato Dreary, I've got no idea. Is he that? is he, that was he an, a, an artist you would use?
4: Well, for BBC Three, you know, that's the sort of 16 to 25-year-old demographic that they're going for, and I suppose they think if you front to the X Factor, you might bring in a younger audience.
0: Yeah, they actually said, Kevin O'Sullivan said, hosted by
4: deep-thinking Dermato Dreary. Well, he was nothing to Jamelia. Jamelia admitted, she was on the panel, she admitted she'd never voted. It's going out to a group of people that's meant to be encouraging them to get involved in the political process. She said she's never voted in her life. What's the point putting her on there? I don't
0: know. It was most peculiar that she was on the panel. Yeah. I think they just go, oh, it's it's somebody intelligent, let's actually put them on there. So stick them on there, and then they come up with something like that, and the producer goes, oh, my God. Yeah. Why didn't she tell us this beforehand? Um, are you going to stay up for the Oscars tonight? <sighs> no. You're not? No. I've, I've... I'm I mean, not really that interested. That bothered, it doesn't doesn't affect us. I in America, it's not a big deal. Over here we go, so it's the Oscars. All it is is a frock fest. Yeah. And somebody will come back and they go, you've won, here's a £61,000 goodie bag. That <laughs> not mean nothing to me. I don't care. I'd much rather give the money to the homeless, ladies and gentlemen. They spend far too much money on the Oscars. Yeah. They rehearse it all day. They've rehearsed for ages and ages. And they come on, they've, they've dropped Sasha Baron Cohen's little skit. Is it because I is blue? Yeah. Going they've to do they've, they've decided that they've dropped they? that completely. Yeah. So it won't be anything exciting. Creative I don't even know who's hosting. No, I'm not sure. Yes, creative differences they cited, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, Alec, Alec Baldwin. Well, he's presenting it. And Steve Martin. Oh. Uh, how old Steve Martin now? Well, he's we, quite... He's getting on,
4: isn't he? We were just talking about older people, though, weren't we, and how amazingly sprightly so many people are these days. Did you see Lionel
0: Blair? Did he see, like, 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 on that... I saw that the dance the sport relief thing. ...dance programme, which had on... I can't remember who was on the panel. Who was on the panel? Uh, There was Joe Brand. Yeah. There was uh, Vic Reeves. Yeah. And there was Denise Van Uten. Right. Now she can still get a gig at her age. But anyway, she was out there. And then they brought on a load of people I I didn't even know. Yeah. Including that woman from EastEnders. She won, though, didn't she? Yeah, I couldn't watch it all. I don't even know who she is. I watched a little bit of it. But Lionel Blair was there teaching
4: a black comedian to dance. I can't remember his name now.
0: Oh, um, Uh, black comedian... K Amos isn't it? Exactly, Somebody... Stephen K Amos. Stephen K. Amos, yeah. Teaching
4: him to dance. And it just got me, you know, there are just so many sort of older men and women sort of sit between about sort of 65 and 90 who are just sort of absolutely still looking good. Yeah.
0: Do they think like that? As you get as you get a bit older. I mean, I I get to my age and I I don't feel old at all. No. Well, I don't think they, I don't think any of them do. No. Because I'm not sure if you're supposed to change. Somebody says, oh, you're now 65. Do you then have to start dressing differently, go to sort of old men's shops? No, I don't think you do. I think this is obviously... I think it's a great time to be older at the moment. I
2: mean,
4: yeah. obviously you have to have, you know, the, the, if, you've, you need, if you've got your health and you've got a bit of money, yes. I think you can have a lovely
1: time.
0: Yes, I, I agree. It's saving hard, isn't it? Yeah. As George Sampson's sister said, you know, more clients, more money to save. <laughs> I think. Apparently, oh, um... Uh, it has had white hair? That actor, what's his name? Steve Martin. Sorry, so it's difficult to tell how old he is because you uh, do yeah. see people. Do you remember when Peter Purvis went white? What? Peter Purvis had white hair, and I'd heard from a lot of people in the business that if you want to be taken seriously, you have to go grey. So Anton Deck, if you're listening, yeah, you're always going to be young. Philip Steve Martin had is... had a blue rinse, age about yes. twenty-five. Yes, Schofield's blue rinse. Steve Martin, sixty-four. Yes, poor old Philip Schofield went grey at a very early age, but being in television, he had to do a comb through. And then every time the lights hit it, his hair went blue, and the papers were full of stories going, "Why does his hair look blue?" <laughs> and it's because of the hair dye. Oh. I do have a cane in the back of the car, actually. I have a walking stick because my back went once, and I don't dye my hair because I don't need to. I'm lucky. I'm lucky to have hair that's maintained. Although somebody said to me, "You've gone white," and I thought, "Oh no, does it look white?" It looks blonde, fair, sandy. You? Well, there you go. That's what it said on the uh, on the box. <laughs> Sunset Corn Gold. <laughs> actually, I've never dyed my hair like that. I've, I've, obviously, you, you can actually... What do you mean, what hair? What you, we're not like you, matey. I mean, you have a shave-over. I just have a number two. Just a little little trimette, things like that, which Mariosh does for me every week, which is good. So what are we What are we looking forward to? Uh, in the not not looking forward to anything, actually. <laughs> Even Chris Evans has gone white.
4: Chris Evans has gone white. L- Lemberdopic's new girlfriend is in the paper.
0: Oh, How she does... must be stunningly attractive. She is. How does Lembert Opik do it? Because they want to be famous. So they just associate with They him. just associate. You do get girls who will hat yes, and also that, which apparently he's, he's known for. He, he's a bit, he's a bit bungalow Bill Wiggins. When Joan Collins went out with bungalow Bill Wiggins, and people kept saying, why is he called bungalow Bill Wiggins, she said, because it's all downstairs but nothing upstairs. And I think that's the same for Paul Lembert Opik. Charlie Chaplin, I mean, the, five five Charlie Chaplin. One, 11 and Chaplin. half inches. Really? Oh there you go. <laughs> he is dead now. We can't verify this, but I think it's it's well documented. It is true though, it is true. Andrew Lloyd Webber as discussed as discussed by Sarah on Jonathan Ross's show. Really? And then she went, Oh, I can't believe I've said that and we all went, it made all the papers. It was the funniest thing ever. But that's what but with with Lempert Opic, he's another famous person, and you do get these girls. You want to go out with somebody famous because it's fame by association. Yeah. So in other words, if you can't manage to get a football, what, what, what does she do? I bet she's a model or something. Is she uh, a
4: model or...? Uh, uh, unlikely, Lothar, She's called Katie Green. There you go. Um, Katie Green. And, uh, uh, Lingerie model? Uh,
0: uh, or? It doesn't really say... You got her own business? Uh, uh, something? You've got to find... Uh, Wonderbra model. Oh, there you go then. That's it. That's why, because... He likes that sort of thing. She's Although, to be honest with you, I mean, I would think... 22-year-old Wonderbrunel. 22? 22. How old's he? Oh, sort of 88 Was something. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> 170. Yeah. Lembitopic is daft as a brush, I'm afraid. Yeah. Fantastic. We love it. 45. 45. And yeah. she's 22? Yeah. Oh, I bet her parents are really thrilled. Oh, our daughter's done well. She's going out with who? I don't know, somebody old enough to be a grandfather. He's an MP. Well, you know, he spends most of his time in and out of clubs with... Little twinks like that at 20... T- oh, something odd, isn't it? It's not normal. Not normal. <coughs> <coughs> thank you very much indeed. Oh, thank you very much. For your time, what are you doing? Oh, the sun's gone in. No, it's not. Still out.
4: Oh, I'm going to stay in town. Em- Emma and Estella and Lectra are coming into town. We're going to walk around the shops.
0: Oh, nice. Just remember you can't buy anything till 12. 12 o'clock, yeah. So, in other words, they open up and they go and you can have a browse round. I don't want to browse round. Oh, I want to go and buy something. Yeah. But I can't think of anything to buy. I might go and buy trainers later on. Much cheaper though. You can get a pair of plimsolls much cheaper than eighty-five pounds, hundred pounds. Thank you very much. Thank you. We shall see Jonathan Levi very, very shortly. Uh, after the news, Darren's here. We'll sort out all your computery problems. That's in a minute. Computer, connect to Starwell. Seven point three. Morning team, nice to be company. Coming up to uh, four minutes past ten. Oh, Caroline, I think we'll have some water and coffee. We'll have two cups of water and a coffee for me. I think. Mainly because Darren's, uh, going to sort of suffer all the way through it, so everybody's... <laughs> is there no water there? We've got no water... Oh, Alex's going... Such oh, an easy exercise. Oh, no, he's come back again. Uh, so just two, two waters here and, a uh, top right coffee for me. The freshly brewed type. It's my favourite. Actually, I've started drinking a load of coffee and it's not really my sort of thing at all. I, I really love do, coffee. Do, do you? I, um, I do tea. I've got a little Nespresso
3: machine, which makes the most sublime coffee on the planet.
0: I had one. My brother now has it. Yeah,
3: does he use it? Yes. Yeah, Does he like it? Yeah. Yeah. Great selection of coffees.
0: Yes, he's he's, he's very happy with things like that. Yeah. On the subject of the uh, the Coronation Street woman, uh, somebody here said because the machine started playing silly beggars. The Coronation Street woman opened our pound shop to in Waltham Cross. Probably a contract jobby. Wouldn't surprise. <laughs> me How many at all, things do you have to
3: sell for a pound to pay a fee?
0: Quite a lot. Yeah quite a lot. You see, what I've got here is I can't refresh. There's nowhere where you can refresh.
3: Well, if you email the show, I may be have to answer the question. Yeah. But it's... we've got quite a lot of questions, so you may not get the answer today.
0: Yeah. We have a lot to get through. Ah, wait a minute. Apply. For... Oh, just... I
3: just want to talk about, um, HD television. James Max was sitting in for you last week, and we oh, yeah. discussed it the last whole... last week. Sorry?
0: Was it last week? I couldn't remember yeah. how long ago it was.
3: And, uh, the subject of HD Ready... An HD, full HD TVs came up and the fact that Freeview is going to upgrade its service very shortly oh. so you'll we'll be able to get HD Freeview television and a few people emailed me saying that I mentioned the fact that you're going to have to have a new box Why and why do we need it the reason is they're changing the frequency in which they're going to broadcast HD TV and therefore the vast majority of f- Freeview boxes out there will not accept the new HD signal And all those lovely flat-screen televisions you bought with the Freeview adapter built inside, most of those aren't going to work either. You'll get the normal channels, but not the HD channels. So if you're planning to buy one now, either buy one that's got an HD-ready Freeview adapter inside it, Hmm. because buying an HD TV, as as we've discovered and talked about many times, doesn't mean you're automatically going to get HD uh, signal. So make sure that the TV you buy is hd Ready and freeview HD ready too, unless of course you're getting a TV from Virgin Media or um, Sky, and then that will just be a thing with their box.
0: I don't know.
3: So you, for example, you got a freeview box, haven't you?
0: No, I don't. It's just built in the telly.
3: Right. Is it a HD telly? Yes.
0: So so you're
3: gonna have to buy a new freeview box to get BBC HD. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I know, it's confusing, it, it is
0: confusing for a lot of people mm. who don't know who are going out and also bearing in mind a lot of people have got these HD ready televisions which they're, they're quite willing to offload so I'm assuming that people will be buying these things and I'm well, hoping one... all salesmen are going to be um, truthful with them
3: Well one of the things people see the quality of the picture in the television because they're running a Blu-ray disc on it on a mm. loop and it all looks fantastic they get home and plug their DVD player in it doesn't have quite the same effect yeah. It's even worse when they're watching something through the aerials. So always bear that in mind.
0: So if you're going to have HD, you've got have your aerial changed as well, haven't you?
3: Um, if it's very old, you'll have to have your aerial changed, because obviously we're changing over to digital in London in or 2012. And when does this come? 2012? Well, it started all over the country, mm. all over the place, so turning it off gradually. We're the last ones to have it turned off.
0: Yes, why are we the last one? In
3: London? Well, because it's such a big population. Can you imagine? And it's in the year of the Olympics. Yes. And here's the opening night of the Olympic... ba
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Can you imagine? It sitting there. I mean, it's bad enough for me at the moment. We've know? all paid for it, but we won't be able to watch it. Yes, I agree. Well, it's like me with AOL. You know. Is it still not on? No, still not on. No. How many no. days is this? Well, this is now week Day two. Oh well, that's outrageous. It is absolutely outrageous. And, it, and and you phone up and you get the recorded message and you try and check and it's not doing it.
3: I'd change service providers as well, yeah. aren't you?
0: But if I actually go and buy a dongle this afternoon... Yeah. I can just plug that into the side of my you can, yeah. laptop... Yeah.
3: Yeah, it won't be as fast as what you've got at the moment, Mm. so be patient and don't download lots of films. Well, I wouldn't
0: download films anyway, but can I then surf the internet? Yes, you can, yeah. I could check my emails. Hopefully. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a nuisance, and uh, AOL, I mean, just useless. Useless. You would think if you're paying the amount I'm paying, that there'd be some sort of service. All you get is directed. Thank you. To, to India, where you've got somebody who's quite clearly reading a flipboard... Yeah. ...and then asking various questions. OK, you don't have AOL. Have you got this? No, I don't have anything. Yes. You know, and it's said that there's a problem with the exchange. We are aware of this problem. should be back in a few hours. Lies.
3: Yeah.
0: And it's very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. There's a not great good.
3: website, which I'm just going to check now. Yeah.
0: Um, my, when... my computer's gone haywire today, because it's the uh, the, the, the text messages are not, not doing the right things.
3: We've got a pile of questions that we've printed off.
0: Yes. Yes, we've got those so I'll just wait till you do this this text message quickly. In fact, strangely enough, Ian says my parents live in North Staffordshire where there's no digital signal, yet all the shops uh, are selling these, uh, these televisions, happily selling Freeview television and DAB radios as well. Yep. Um, the website, if you want to check
3: or change provider, there's a good website called thinkbroadband.com. Right. And it will um, tell you what speed you're currently getting by running a few tests. Well, I
0: can't. I can't even get onto the internet.
3: And then if you, it can also allow you to compare various servers. So there's organisations like B, AOL, yeah. Demon, so on and so forth. And you can see and experience what everyone else is struggling mm. with. I wonder how AOL... In fact, during the break, I'm going to check and see how AOL compares mm. to all the others.
0: Well, if, not, if, they, if they don't pull the finger out within about the next few days, they've lost me as a customer. It's as simple as that. I'm good. not wasting any more time with a company who just sort of shove you off to India, where you get somebody who barely speaks English and doesn't know what you're talking about. If you remember, she said, oh, we, we'll send you an email. We go, we don't have any <laughs> access to the internet. Well, and of course, yes. it's no good shouting, because they have no, no idea what you're talking right. about anyway. Right, let's start going through the, uh, the questions, uh, because at the moment, the, the computer's gone a little bit funny. So uh, here's one from uh, Anne, who says, uh, Mozilla Firefox will not load page even though I'm on the Internet, but Internet Explorer will and can't install Flash Player.
3: Right. Several things you to need to you. do, yeah. Check your security on the Internet Explorer browser to go to tools, Internet options, and uh, security. Make sure that your browser's not blocking the installation of Firef- uh, Flash. Also, go to adobe.com and make sure you've got the latest version of Flash and try again. That should help. OK. Do you live in the Twickenham area? Have you got AOL? <laughs> i just looked on the list um, of all the internet providers. B, which I recommended to you, four out of five stars. Huh. AOL, two and a half.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest with you, it's taking money for old rope at the moment. Yeah, well, they should, you should get a refund for I that. I should absolutely yeah. get a, a refund. Here's one from John. I'm trying to watch films from my PC to my TV using a DVI to HDMI cable but started getting nasty blue-screen messages, so I've disconnected the cable. I think the messages mentioned an NVIDIA problem.
3: Go to NVIDIA's website, make sure you've got the latest drivers for that. Um, you've nev- you didn't actually say if it's ever worked. So you might have to check the cables as well. Right. But Go to NVIDIA's website, go to support, check the drivers you've got are up to date. Right.
0: Check the drivers, OK? Is the CC Cleaner app for Mac as well as PC? Uh
3: no... You don't need it for a Mac. Um, although there is a software which is about £10, I think, called Clean My Mac.
0: Clean My Mac? Yeah. <laughs>
3: which I use, and it's great. It really? just gets rid of all the junk that you don't
0: use. i like to get rid of the junk on my computer as well. <laughs> uh, John says Can you ask Darren, other than reformatting your computer, is there a way of getting rid of the Windows Antivirus Vista 2010 virus? The virus got through my AVG antivirus software that was already on my computer. Well,
3: isn't that? Not actually, a virus, Windows Antivirus Vista 2010. Um, It's a bit of a a scareware, i.e. it's telling you that you've got a virus and therefore if you pay this money to download their version of a virus checker, it'll magically clear up your virus. So make sure your AVG settings are up to date. Go to LBC's website, lbc.co.uk, download Spybot and Adaware as well. And uh, run those on your computer, and it might well clear up the problem.
0: Right. When I... Just on my iPhone... Have you sent this in as a question? I have, actually. All oh, right. right, okay. Dear Stephen Darren, <laughs> on my iPhone... This is from Steve of Twickenham, with no AOL. Uh, and I go to get my messages off my computer. Yeah. The ones that have been sent to, to me. Yeah. It seems to drink the battery. What, on your... Yeah, as I'm, as I'm downloading... It, it says on my inbox there's six right. new messages... And, and it starts drinking the battery. Well, let me have a look at it. Is that quite I'll normal? I'll check it during the break. All right. Yeah. Well, exciting to check it during the break. Look yeah. at that. Personal service. Of course, if you were in the studio... It's not draining the battery. You've got a full <laughs> signal. A I have now. I've only <laughs> just gone onto it.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: You watch know it. By the time I get home, that'll be half.
3: All this rubbish you've got on your phone.
0: Well, I haven't got half as many apps as some people. Some mm. people, they come up to me and go, Have you got that app? And they show me these great apps. The last one I downloaded was British Bird Songs. Annoy a teen. Just gives you a rough idea where I'm coming from. Sorry, Annoyatine, teen. That's yeah. very popular. But British Bird Song, so I can imitate a robin. Yeah, I've got that. That's a good one. Isn't mm, I like you. that. Yeah. Very exciting. All right, we'll take a very quick break. We'll come back with more of your questions to Darren eight four eight five zero LBC dot co dot uk. And uh, I've, I've got one coming up from Anne. He's also got one of these dreadful problems. And Mel, will do your one in a moment. And uh, somebody's been given a PC. How oh, mm. lovely. It's about ten years old. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can tell, can't you? We're sort of going to get one of those oh, oh. kind of things. <coughs> <coughs> and uh, we can check on the travel now. <laughs> patiently, James Wallie.
1: Thanks, Steve. Let's start on the motorways. M25.
0: Steve Albert morning, everybody. Nice to be company. Sunday morning. Arun says Crystal Palace already started broadcasting the new HD signal from December last year. They certainly did. So I'm currently surrounded by Freeview HD air. So over the next two weeks, when the Freeview HD boxes come out, I can start actually enjoying HD television. Oh, I know.
3: It's amazing, isn't it? I've been broadcasting it to nobody since December.
0: Yes, exactly. So not much point, really, Arun, is it? It's, it's sort of it's there, but yeah. not much use to anybody.
3: Yeah, um, initially you're only going to get BBC HD, ITV1 HD and 4HD as well, but mm. uh, that will improve over time, whereas on Sky, which you have to pay for, 10 quid a month plus the subscription package, right. um, you get a lot more HD channels, but it's an expensive way to watch telly.
0: Mikey says, if you do go out and get a mobile broadband dongle, make sure you turn off your Microsoft updates, because you've not been online for yes. a few weeks, they will download and eat up your download allowance. data allowance, amounts, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not going to get one anyway.
3: Don't download any movies don't download i've never downloaded
0: a movie in my life haven't you
3: well you've not bought one yes you have you've got some on your iphone
0: what, from the iTunes. Oh, from store. iTunes? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Don't do that while you're on a dongle.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. OK, right. Well, I wouldn't. I mean, I'd, I'd, to be honest, with you, there's just a couple of, you know, and I would walk faith hundred. I just downloaded that. <laughs> was the latest one by the carpenters? The latest one, yes. I did the carpenters calling <laughs> occupants of interplanetary craft. <laughs> <laughs> Tom says, I live in southwest London and I have a talk-talk, formerly Tiscali, and it's fine with UK customer free phone support if you've got problems. I pay 19 quid a month for broadband, free phone calls and TV channels. Yeah. I keep a BT line just to have the calls with them, not the line rental.
3: Talk-talk, AOL are both the same company, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the same as it. Yes,
0: yeah. well, it ain't on in my area. You think by now word would have filtered back, wouldn't
3: you? And that's owned by Can't Fill my house Warehouse. Oh, How is it?
0: Yeah. God, blimey, honestly. Uh, uh, Anthony says, "How do I stop the contents of my iPhone browser bar from changing from what I've entered?" The iPhone browser bar. What's that? What
3: well, is he typing something in and it's automatically filling it? Yeah, there might be an autofill function. So you go into the, yeah. yeah. Go into
0: the <laughs> settings.
3: That was an awkward pause, though. was an awkward yeah. pause. I think we should have one of those in every show. I've, I've, an I've, awkward pause. I feel we should. Shall we have
0: another one? Uh, Anne <laughs> says the sound <laughs> has gone on my computer. Everything sounds as though it's underwater and comes and goes. Are you in the bath, Anne? When you're sending this, I mean, I just, you know, bit of a giveaway here. Is the computer floating away down the plug hole? So I can't listen to my CDs anymore, and even the Jackie Lawson cards were a disappointment. Is there anything I can do, or do I need a new sound card? Go, on. Um, go to your control panel, look at your hardware, uninstall the
3: sound driver first. Mm-hmm. So you'll look at, you'll find your driver on the sound, delete it. Don't panic when it says, "Do you really want to delete this?" You will not get any sound. Restart your computer. The computer will automatically reload the sound drivers. Hopefully, it will work again. If that doesn't work, find out the name of the sound card manufacturer. Go to their website and download the latest drivers. If that doesn't work, buy a new sound card. Right, Johnny's got to do that, haven't you, Johnny? You've got to video card? Video card, a video card. I don't even know what a
0: sound card is. You know, strange. It's strangely a card enough. that allows you to
3: listen to things on your computer.
0: Well, I'm listen- I can listen to things on my. Co- no, I, yeah, can't. I don't have you- a computer because you've
3: got a sound card in it.
0: Oh, right. And yeah, it, 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 you just, a, just go out and buy one and you. Well, put not, it in?
3: not yours, because you've got a laptop, so you'd right. have to send yours back to Dell, probably. But oh, right. uh, if you've got a PC that sits on the table, you can open it up and put a new sound card in.
0: Right. Uh, Steve, Talk, Talk, rang me to upgrade on the 15th of January. I've had no internet since then. Um. After ringing them 20 times and waiting for an hour a time for them to answer, they would just cut me off. So I've now changed providers.
3: I think. That's probably what you should do.
0: But it's not the answer, because the answer is... It's easy just to say, OK, change providers. But what about all the thousands of other people who, who have problems and they just get, just, well, just change providers? It's up to these companies who charge a small fortune yeah. to actually offer you a really good service. Well, and, frankly, bad publicity for AOL is bad, because there'll be people listening to me going, wait a minute, I don't want to be with them either. I've had problems, and most people yeah. are frightened to walk away from it.
3: Well, don't be frightened of it. And go for a company. Go to that website we mentioned yeah. and uh, see... Who rates best for customer service?
0: Yeah. I just don't want to talk to India anymore, I'm afraid. I really don't. I'll we'll get Ofcom involved. Oh, oh, <laughs> My friend's in Ofcom. <laughs> uh, Mel says, can Darren help two oldies? No, he can't. Anyway, so moving on, there's another one here. For- <laughs> he probably can, actually. They've got a problem with their router connection. We have to unplug it and replug it every time we want to use the computer. It's a Belkin. It's only just started happening. So I
3: would think about... Getting another one. Well, before you get another one, don't... T- before you waste your money... Or spend your money. Um, try setting it to factory default. So you'll have to log into your Belkin router. There'll be instructions that came with the box. So let's hope you've still got those. Just do a factory reset so you get rid of all the encryption and all that. Yeah. And start all over again and see what happens. Okay. If it still keeps doing it, ring up Belkin customer support. Yes. And they'll try and solve it for you. And if they don't, go and buy a new one.
0: Okay. Uh, I've been given a new PC, says Tone, about 10 years old. Is it worth trying to upgrade it? I can't afford a new one. I thought uh, of going to computer fairs. Well, you can go wherever you like. To. You can probably sit on a bus if you like. <laughs> but uh, whether or not you. Uh, is it worth trying to upgrade a 10 year old PC? A 10 year old computer? It depends. it depends what you want
3: to use it for. Yeah. If it's literally just sending an email and writing a letter, then yes, you probably can try upgrading it. But computers are so cheap now. You can get they computer, are compared yeah. to what they were.
0: Yeah. We were talking the other day about. Uh, about DVD players.
3: Oh, ridiculous, you can get one for a fiver now.
0: They're so cheap, aren't yeah. they? I bought, I bought one for my producer, because she's moved into a new place and she didn't have a DVD, so I bought her one. Which is a bit confusing, because she sent me a text saying, it's arrived, it's lovely, I've taken it home, and this. I get in today, and there's her DVD player. <laughs> now, either the company <laughs> have sent me two, or we've, <laughs> another one's materialised. Or she's taken my one, but I've checked with Amazon, and my one that I've ordered for me hasn't been sent yet, and it's a different model.
3: How it's many more DVD players do you need?
0: Somebody asked me that this morning. How many have you have got already? Of, well, a few. A few. And the trouble is, I mean... You're turning
3: into Elvis. You're going to have TVs all over the wall, aren't you? You're going to be watching... She's a, she's, all a, y-
0: she's a bit of a magpie. I mean, you know, she sees something nice, bright and shiny, and the next thing, whoop, it's in her bag and off. It's out the building. I mean, she's managed to get away with libelous, studios,
3: microphones, everything. She won't need a pay rise. You've just libelled her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's this. I'm confused over yeah. this DVD player because my one is sixty eight pounds and hers is twenty eight fifty. But she's going. Oh, I'm, I'm watching it at the moment. I'm thinking, but I'm looking at it here. I've got to put it. He has cupboard. got the sixty eight pound one then. No, because they haven't sent that. That's not been oh. sent by the company. Maybe she stole from someone s- else's then. Yeah, I bought her the cheap one. <laughs> but she, believe you me, she was just as grateful for twenty eight pound fifty as had it been. But if she's sitting in her place with my expensive one. There's going to be a break-in at some point. No, I'm not. I'm not that sort of person. I'm really not. Uh, John says, my USB ports have all stopped working. All four. Had to replace the USB mouse with a standard mouse. Can I replace whatever on the motherboard? Just plug in to effect a repair?
3: You, (coughs) You should be able to. It depends what sort of USB setup you've got. Some are built in onto the motherboard, so you can't take them out. So you need to open up the computer to have a look. The ones that are plugged into the slot, you can just pull it out and put a new one in. They don't cost very much money.
0: Where is the motherboard in my computer, is
3: it? Well, you've got a laptop, so...
0: Oh, it doesn't have a motherboard. <laughs> is it not? I don't
3: know. <laughs> if it didn't have a motherboard, you, you, you wouldn't be able to use your computer at I all. I can't
0: <laughs> use my computer at all. That's why I ask.
3: Your motherboard is underneath your keyboard. All right. right. Yeah. Well,
0: I'm not having a very good year, I'm afraid. I'm not having a very good day. <laughs> Here's one. That says, I recently sent my laptop off to a reputable company for repairs via insurance. When the computer returned, it had developed numerous scratches. The sad thing was that it ha- wasn't even completely repaired and had to be returned the second time the same day. The computer got returned and it had even developed more scratches. Is there a way of getting them to replace the whole laptop, as it looked really new and now they've depreciated its value? Well, that's a legal question, that isn't is, it? That thats that's a difficult how one. how do
3: you prove that those scratches were not on the computer before they left your house? Yes. That is a tough one. Yeah. I'd go to CAB and ask them some advice. Yeah. But I think the, the question is going to be, that's how it arrived. It came with scratches. Yes. And how do you prove otherwise? I ordered
0: something from America, which was quite expensive. And when it came, it was black acrylic and one of the corners was broken. So I phoned up and said, listen, it's arrived, and there's a bit of this broken corner. It's quite in- important that the whole thing's intact. And I got back an email from them saying, well, it, w- it was fine when it left this end. It's probably the post office who dropped it. Well, what do you do? You can't do anything about in it. In the
3: UK, you'd be able to do something about it, because you, yeah. you have distant selling regulations, and you can return it within two weeks and get a new one or your money back. But mm-hmm. because you bought it from the US, it doesn't count.
0: Lovely. Lovely. Lovely, just what we like to hear. And John says apparently there should be a push button at the back of my router which I can uh, push and that might reset the connection. Sure we've done all that. Yes, we've done that. I've shouted <laughs> at it. I've sworn <laughs> and everything else. Darren's back on Friday with Petrie Petri. and uh, with me on Tuesday and back same time next week. London's. <laughs> d- <laughs> Do you know, it's, it's like being at the doctor's waiting room. And here now, everybody talking about their illnesses. We've now got my ultimate nightmare: is people sitting down going. So I. Ta- so w- what have you had recently? And people start talking about. It. We've got Darren ill. You've been ill, haven't you, Mr. Pearce? I'm better now. You're better now. I'm uh, I'm i a lot m- better, but my thro- mine is a 36 hour bug, isn't it awful though? Horrible. Mine's gone a bit longer than 36 hours, but uh, the throat's back. But the uh, the coughing just a pain. Just and imagine I if, to my just doctor. A, just imagine if you were a smoker. Well, it, you do feel like you're a smoker, mm. but I'm not. Have you ever? Did you ever? Yes, oh absolutely. Yes, yeah, since I was 14. Yeah, when did you stop then? Uh, when did I stop smoking? Oh, God, I don't know, six, seven years ago. Mm, it was then I became ill. I way, you just have to have I'm, a picture taken.
1: I stopped when yeah. I was 40, you know, six months ago.
0: Yeah, right. In your <laughs> dreams. In your dreams. But you have to have a picture taken. What we are do, oh, doing? Do a week in the life of Steve Allen on LBC. So every day, the producers have got to take pictures. Did we put new, new batteries in? They've got new ones in. Fantastic. He doesn't speak. He Very nice.
1: Did, did, was I smiling? Sorry. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But and what lie, are you going to do you, with you the you will pictures? will
0: be photoshopped. They're all, at the end of the week... So it starts today and we're going to run muddy Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. And Friday, Adrian will then put them all up and there'll be a whole week. So all the guests we've had very in nice. and things like that.
1: And are they ever going to um, update our pictures
0: tonight? Do you know, nice somebody asked me about this the other day and Ashley is going through them right as we speak. It's a, he's, it's a long process. There's a lot of photos. Mm. And he, he is doing it personally. but. Uh, I'm sure it be lovely when it's, it's the first
1: time I'd ever seen you in the flesh outside the LBC building.
0: Yes, I know. <laughs> it's, it's quite a shock, isn't yes, it? Yes, it was really. <laughs> <you're going> <laughs> I nearly wore sunglasses walking through Leicester Square this morning. The sun was so lovely. bright. It was nice. beautiful. We're heading for spring at last. Oh, are we? Well, I hope so. It's, it's been cold, though. There's you wearing your little sort of Bahamian outfit. Two weeks to go, and it's spring. Yeah, I know. It's, we're all over the place with the seasons. Uh, all over the place with the stories in the news. I mean, it's, it's today is a bit of a dreary day, I'm well, afraid. Well, I'm going
1: to... The story that I picked on is the front page of the Sunday Telegraph today that the government is considering putting VAT on your food. Now, that will cause quite a stir. This, because a, a it's always been exempt. to crop up something. They need to get the money in.
0: Well, some of it's VAT exempt and some of it isn't. Because yeah. when I go to Costco, there's certain items which... Uh, VAT is charged on certain items, which it isn't. Well, VAT
1: has always been... Mostly food and children's clothes has been exempt, but that's a measure now of how deep the financial situation... mess the financial situation is, that ministers are actually considering this. So we're talking to the British Retail Consortium, who obviously will be opposed. Mm. Food sales are worth £120 billion a year in this country. So so you think about that
0: on Mm. that. It's going to raise a lot of money. And also, how are a lot of these corner shops going to survive? Because a lot of them don't actually ring up I've noticed some of them straight have a the till, till open, and they put it straight to the course. till. How are they going to work that out and pay that, their VAT bill? And all the
1: admin involved and the accountants... What are about these? fast
0: food? Right. Because do you remember going into places years... Of, probably, probably wasn't that long ago, where they would go, eat in, it's this price, a- eat That's out, right. it's that price. Take away, yeah. cheaper, still is.
1: I know, very, very complicated. My suspicion is they won't do it, but it's the fact that it's... Well, it's there on the front page, of Sunday Telegraph, so yeah. we'll, we'll be talking about that. I'm also going to be talking about... Um, Anne Widdecombe's coming on. We'll be talking about International Women's Week. She obviously is not a big fan of such events. And and whether there should be positive discrimination. She's a woman. Yeah. She's international.
0: Why is she not in favour?
1: Because she thinks it's a nonsense and she doesn't believe in any of this positive discrimination. Uh, There's a report in one of the papers today. Did you see that? That there are two men for every woman on TV. Interesting.
0: Mm. Yeah, also, the other thing is that women don't rate on television. And it works the same in radio, surprisingly. You, 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 can, you know, with all, all due respect to sort of female broadcasters, if you have a woman doing a show and a man doing a show, traditionally the man will get the bigger audience because the majority of people listening are women who would rather listen to mm. men broadcasters.
1: With it... the exception, of course, of our very own Jenny Barnett. Oh,
0: and, and Petrie and everybody else. Petri. But it, it, it is proven on television. That's yeah. why there are more male presenters. You very rarely see a woman presenting a quiz show because they're just not... No, They're quite. not good at doing it. No. I'm also going to be talking about the, the, the
1: continuing ramifications of Lord Cashcroft, Ashcroft, and um, his mm. um, uh, rather interesting tax affairs in um, offshore not done very much good for the Conservatives this mm. week, has it? Oh, a
0: friend of mine, I was, I was going to ask you a question. Yeah. Because he's, he's a civil servant, mm. and, of course, deeply looking forward to the election. He said, if Conservatives get in, will they be making cutbacks within the civil service? Said, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Within,
1: within, within a, m- a week, I within would Within a think. week, they'll be yeah.
0: axing thousands of civil servants. There'll be a, and
1: there'll be a freeze on employment. They'll stop these local councils and the BBC mm. hiring all these non-jobs. Yes. Uh, so, for sure, for sure. The client state of Gordon Brown, which has grown by nearly 800. Hundred thousand since uh, they got in going to be cut to smithereens yes say. very interesting mm. and i'm also my friend in the <coughs> studio is bridget grant she's um now reviewing films for the sunday express so it'd be interesting to get her take on the oscars i went to see um, alice in wonderland yesterday what did you think mm.
0: yeah i'm told that the some of the effects are very good yeah. 3d effects when they go down da- but the rest of it, it it's just another she, she's
1: fantastic as the red queen yeah. um what's her name um married to tim burton what's her name um, uh, yeah, uh, Helena yes, Bonham Carter. Yes. But she just plays weird women all the time now, doesn't oh, she's she? peculiar. Yeah.
0: She's very, very peculiar, I think. So the special dress is great. And of course,
1: it's 3D, so we had our 3D uh, glasses to watch yeah. it with. I right. didn't do it for you then. Too many children eating sweets. Yeah. I went in very the Very irritating, yeah. Very irritating. Yes, I don't like that either.
0: But also, um, strange enough, I'm not that interested in the Oscars. I really couldn't care less with the industry patting itself on the oh back, no. overpaid film stars being given how you know, much the goodie bags are worth this year. 60000 Sixty thousand. 60, amazing, quid, isn't it? Sixty thousand quid, safari, Tiffany. this I know. And that. I
1: went. I went to the Baftas last year, and um, I had some very nice placemats, but I don't think they were sixty thousand pounds. Sixty, isn't it? Fl- Incredible. Sixty thousand pounds, <laughs> it, and it's, it's as if these people can't afford to pay for their yes, own safaris. Yes,
0: I wonder how many actually take up the offer, or whether oh, they, they re-gift.
1: Do. They probably flog them. Yes, and we are not talking. In any of the three hours today, about Cheryl Cole, lovely.
0: Thanks, Andropis. With you after. Do you see you again? Glad to be on the road recovery. Thank you very much. Nice to see you as well.
1: There's no goodies though. I no, there's
0: no goodies today. I'm afraid. I'm not. I'm, I'm not that that recovered. <laughs> Soon, I should imagine. Soon. Uh, John said, "Oh, that's uh, turning the router off for a minute." It Should be a pushing button on the back of it. We've tried all of this actually. I've pulled all the. Uh, the lights off, and I've pulled the things. It's a problem with AOL, and it's a problem in my area. I just, I just can't work out what it is. I mean, you would have thought, you know, as a sort of person who thrives very much on companies giving you service, uh, that they, they would have written to people, you know, a letter, even off a computer, saying we're terribly sorry that. Uh, this has happened in your area, but don't... It, it, I promise you it will be back on, so and, so, so and so. In the meantime, here's a voucher for, you know, Goods the Chemist, or whatever it happens to be, or Waitrose, for £50, or something like that. Just some sort of gesture. Because at the moment, I'm paying for something, and I'm not getting it, and I'm not very happy. I think it's very poor, shoddy PR, I'm afraid. Uh, Lee says, thousands will probably email you, Steve, with advice, but B have been brilliant. Yeah, well, that, they, they came out well in the... in the... the, the rating... Uh, Ian says, read the Belkin router problem. If they added the router after buying the computer and they're running Windows Vista on their system, uh, there are known compatibility issues between Belkin products and Vista. It might be best to buy another router, which is what I think we uh, we said earlier on. Uh, Anita said, same happened with our Belkin router. They've got a lifetime guarantee and Belkin sent us a new one in 24 hours, which is good news, isn't it? But I'm, I still think that AOL should actually... You know, have written to people. I mean, there can't be that many... I mean, there's not thousands and thousands, I should imagine, in the Twickenham area on AOL. But they should at least have the courtesy. They would know that there's a problem. Well, perhaps, perhaps they're not aware of it, although we've mentioned it every day for the last God knows how long, which is ridiculous. Uh, thank you, Connor, in, uh, in Ireland. It's nice to know that people listen all that way away. Peter says, since the early 80s, all hot fast foods been allowed to VAT even takeaway. The only zero-rated items, not exempt, and that's something different in VAT, are sandwiches and salads taken away and cold milk Cold milk, I mean. Honestly, I ask you, it just gets just gets more bizarre by the day, doesn't it? Every time you read, they're, they're not. I mean, I don't think it's going to be brought in, but that's what uh, Andrew was was saying. He, he doesn't think that they'll be bringing that in at all. Uh, Spence, thank you very much indeed. Uh, and and D says an interesting comment you make about women on television. Society is conditioned not to really listen to women. It's it's absolutely true. You ask any of the ratings people and and they will tell you that if, that's why you don't see women doing quiz shows on television. For some reason, people don't... I remember I seeing something. I can't remember who it was now. It was Mel, who used to do a show with Des O'Connor, and they gave her a quiz show, and it was dire. It was absolutely awful. I'm sure, that you know, absolutely lovely, I'm quite sure, very, very charming, but just couldn't present a quiz show. To present a quiz show, it's um, it's quite an art form. That's why some people do it very well, and some people don't do it very well. Somebody who's good... I mean, Dale can present quiz shows. He's better doing quiz shows than anything else, because there's an art to doing them. Brucey does quiz shows very well. Des O'Connor did quiz shows. Bill, Bob Monkhouse was the past master. Ian says, since AOL moved services to India, it's been dreadful. Say you're going to leave and they'll drop the monthly charge. We've done that, and they have. they have. They have. They have dropped the monthly charge. All you've got to do is ask for this number. Can't remember what it is now, this pack number or something. And immediately, they've reduced the price by two-thirds... They've cut the price by two-thirds. It doesn't make much use if you don't actually have any AOL at all, which is not very helpful, is it, I'm afraid? A lot of people saying Belkin routers do come with a lifetime guarantee they replace them free of charge. And Connie says, we've got no AOL in Southgate. And then somebody's saying, I swapped from AOL to Virgin, they're just as bad. I don't think you ever get anything that's perfect, do you? We seem to have come to accept in this country that uh, we don't get perfect services. We don't complain. The Americans complain bitterly. Over here, we we just do not complain, I'm afraid. Gary in Sevenoaks, not very happy at all about the service that he's getting. Joe says, O2 broadband, £9 a month. Cheaper if you've got a mobile phone contract with them. I can remember ages. Do you remember I had a... I was one of the very first people in the country to have an Orange phone. When Orange launched, I was one of the first 10,000 people in the country to be sent the phone free of charge with a free year for everything. So my account number with Orange was under 10,000. If you look at your account number, it'll be in... The hundreds of thousands and and they were fine throughout the first year then they got bigger and bigger and bigger and the service got progressively worse and worse and worse until in the end I said to them listen I'm just not happy I'm not getting the best service and they weren't prepared to do anything and they weren't prepared to lower the price and then the moment you say right I need this deal uh, I want this this number back so I can transfer my, my phone uh, to another company they start offering deals and you think A bit late now should have offered it in the first place but uh, but they didn't 84850, oh, steve at lbc.co.uk. It's quarter to 11. We'll check on the uh, roads with James Worley.
3: Thanks, Steve, if you're
2: using the M27.3.
0: Thanks, live. 12 minutes to 11. Don't forget, you've got 12 minutes to get your bid in. For the how low, it's the Apple iPhone 3G. Very useful. You can get it for pennies. You've only got 11 minutes on this one. Who's going to get it? I hope it's you listening at the moment. All you've got to do is come up with the lowest unique bid, which is the lowest bid in pence that nobody else makes. Hammer comes down 11 this morning. All you do to play is text Steve, so to et, the, eh, followed by your bid in pence, and send it in to Eight Two One. So, for example, to bid 99p, you text Steve 99 and send that to Treble Eight Two One. Competition ends at 11 this morning in 10 and a half minutes' time. Must be over 16. Entries are limited... And cost one pound fifty plus your standard network rate. Go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. Full colour touchscreen. You can view videos, play games and browse the internet. It's fantastic. Vera says, as a woman, I much prefer male presenters. You see, it's, that's how it works on television. They do not rate on television programmes. You cannot argue with the figures, which is uh, a shame. Uh, Steve had the same issue, says Anne. Problem is at a switch at the local telephone exchange where the line providers and ISP services meet. AOL need to talk to their line provider. Apparently they're aware of the problem. They're just not doing anything. How long it takes to flick a switch over, God alone knows. But it's very slow. I had the same problem, said Sue. And I had to reset my account via India. AOL was no longer accepting my details. It was a pain, but it did work with Sky now. Much better service. Phone AOL asked for the billing department. You'll get Ireland rather than India. I don't mind who I get as long as they understand the problem. Jackie says, I'm in uh, somewhere and my AOL's appalling. At first I thought it was the computer. No, I I know it's a problem at the the main junction, but we've just got to wait for them to sort the blooming thing out. And uh, Marcia said, I've had no AOL at all yesterday, just logged on, it's back. Don't normally have problems, been with them for over eight years. Rob's had Virgin Cable Broadband, absolutely brilliant. And, uh, Simon says, I agree with you about the mobile phone companies. Never go to customer services, go straight to disconnections and they cut you a deal. Exactly, D- don't waste your time with somebody on the phone. They, they, ha- they don't have the power to offer you anything at all. But now you can, uh, you can actually, uh, you can actually, you know, go there and just say, listen, I'm going, just give me the details. 8 for 850... Steve at lbc.co.uk. Everybody agreeing about the uh, women presenters on television. Don't rate as much as the men. In fact, nowhere near. Which is uh, interesting. I always knew we were right all the time. Uh, Paul says, I have a TalkTalk AOL account. Had no end of problems over the past fortnight. Quick to send the bills and switch you off if you're late paying. Not as quick when it comes to sorting out the broadband problems. I emailed Charles Dunstan. Lodged a complaint. I want to see how quick you get a response from one of his aides. Oh, we know Charles of uh, of old, of old. OK, you've got nine, nine and a half minutes left to have a go for the Steve Allen special in the How Low. It's the Apple iPhone. Must have gadget. You'll get it for pennies. Absolute pennies. Very quickly, then, let's run through... Oh, crikey. Let's run through um, what we have here. Uh, Peter says, Re-Women Quiz Show presenters, what about Victoria have Never even heard of her. Victoria, who's Victoria Corran? Obviously not mainstream. Something called Only Connect. Never even heard of it. What is it? Uh, check your speed test. Yes, I'd love to if I was actually on. Alan Collins, I don't even know who she is, though. She does a quiz show. I've never even heard of it. Uh, James has had a, a similar problem with AOL. Uh, everybody's got problems with everything. That's the trouble nowadays. We do. Uh, I'm in Tel Aviv. Says Talia. I listen to you all the time. It's so good. Actually, I like people who are a long way away. It's just, in fact, the further away, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Steve, I want to purchase a laptop for around 400 quid. What should like, I consider? Whatever you like. They're they're that cheap out there. We can't advise you on particular laptops. You just go with whichever one you like. You know, if you like a laptop, then you buy it. Um, Shirley T says, I hope when you uh, first got your orange phone, you didn't stray too far from the smoke. When I was casting Jolson, the director got himself an orange phone and the company decamped to Plymouth for the premiere of the show. He found there was very poor coverage in the West Country and none at all. I had a BT Cellnet in those days, now O2, and it worked perfectly well, as did Vodafone. Well, prior Shirley to orange it was rabbit and rabbit had the... they brought out the very first mobile phone which you could use at home as well so it plugged in and you could use it outside but only if you stood under the rabbit sign there would fi- there would be a picture of a rabbit as well i think still sitting outside in in Twickenham somewhere i think outside Waitrose and you could stand there and make calls and that's how it, it it went through that way it was it was very good actually very very good a lot of people saying you know if you if you cancel and you go straight to disconnections, they're very keen to offer you. Well, of course they are, but the trouble is, I, I just think that they should be more more aware, of these these companies, and come back a little bit quicker. If you've got a grievance, then the idea is, you know, you sort it pretty quickly. If you're the boss of a company, you head it... If I had a problem with, I don't know, whoever it would happen to be, you know, Remington, Shavers, all this, I'd, I'd write to the, to the top man. You give them, you know, the, the minions... The monkeys down there, a fair chance. And if they don't sort anything out, you write to the boss. It's a bit draconian and it's a bit desperate. But you've got to do it, I'm afraid, because they don't seem to do anything. They don't really care. It doesn't make any difference to them. But you write to the boss and it definitely doesn't work. Louise has not had AOL dial in Chingford for a week. Oh, I'm beating you. Beating you. Don't forget, you've got now six minutes to have a go for the Apple iPhone. It's nice. Last time you had one of these on, you uh, you decided this was the thing you wanted. You either want this... You didn't want the bicycle we had a while ago. You either want the Apple iPhone or you want the uh, the computers, the Dells and the Sony Vios. But it's the Apple iPhone today, so get your bids in quickly. This is the time when it starts sorting out the lowest unique bids. And it starts being a little bit more complicated, but the computer will help you. Very quickly, the stories in the papers today, front of the uh, Sunday Mirror. It's Cheryl. She will see Ash this week. Well, she'll have to. She's married to him. Uh, on the front of the News of the World, the ghastly husband of Kerry Katona, Sex Lies Betrayal and Me. He reveals the secret behind the split. The News of the World call him vile. Uh, Jordan's wedding's not legal. We'll all be having a good old laugh at that one later. The Daily Star. They've got uh, Jamie Bulger's uh, mother. I've been insulted. Other stories inside the paper today. I thought it was quite funny when, when Jordan, the poor old Botox queen herself, flew to America. She flew with her, her little friends, Phil and Gary. Phil and Gary turn up, and, but they weren't in first class, according to the paper. Uh, she just stuck them in second class. Uh, they were allowed to come and visit every so often. You'd think they must have made so much money they could afford to actually fly first class, but I, su- I suspect not, actually. I suspect not. Uh, and they say that she's desperate to get pregnant. Of course she is. It's more money in the bank, isn't it? Cheryl's latest betrayal, she's broken down. That's what people break down for. I mean, she must have realised what this bloke was like before she married him. All this rubbish about, you can't do this and can't do that. Botox Barbie is a proper madam. This is uh, Sarah Burge. Apparently... Uh, calls herself Madam Pink on a raunchy website. This is the woman they talked to, I think, on Nick Ferrari's show. This week, this woman whose 15-year-old daughter's got the uh, the Botox. She's given a Botox. And it turns out that the uh, the mother advertises herself as Madam Pink. Hope for all of us, I suppose. I don't know, obviously very old-fashioned of these. I have no idea this sort of... Still went on, I'm afraid. Look at that, we've got to go, we've got to go. Uh, the people, uh, sex scandals. And you get the greatest sex scandals of all time. It'll be Profumo and still dealing with his uh, huge ego, Piers Morgan's 100 top celebrities, the ones who matter and the ones who just think they do. He's now become an expert on celebrity, because it's the only kind of thing. He's not He's not quite got there himself, but without Simon Cowell, he'd be nobody. Nobody at all. Uh, do not forget to download the programme later on. It'll be up there later, and, of course, the, uh, the blog as well. And on the subject of orange... Peter's not a fan. They give all the special deals to new customers and they don't care about rewarding the lord of existing. I know that used to be with, and we spoke the other day about people renting televisions years ago, before people could afford to buy colour tellies, because they've come down tremendously in price. People used to rent them and you would buy an all-in package, but they would never tell you if you were an existing customer that they had a special deal on. It was only if you walked past the window of the shop and you saw your telly and video... And they went, special offer for this month, £9.99. A friend of mine used to go around and check them all the time. And he'd be on the phone to him going, I'm paying 16 99 you're now doing it for 9 99 I want the same deal. Otherwise you come and click this one and I'll have another one. So that that was it. That was how it worked. But you're right, they, they don't acknowledge that they'll, they'll come up with all these, uh, all these new uh, packages to try and get people in. But they don't help the existing... Uh, customers. Apparently, Peter says, Victoria Corrin is a thinking man's crumpet. I've never even heard of her. Never even heard of her. So she can't be that important, I'm afraid. Perhaps you're one of these people who sort of stalks her from afar on the, uh, on the website. You've literally got two minutes yes, about two minutes left to have, uh, to have a go. Alan says, I'm with BT. I can pay less elsewhere but in eight years, I've never lost connection. We hope you never lose connection with LBC. I hope somebody today, well, in fact, somebody listening at this precise moment will be the lucky recipient of the Apple iPhone. We clones the lines in two minutes. If you've got a unique bid, pray it's the one that gets you the phone for very little money. I'm back with you tomorrow morning at five. Enjoy the rest of the day. It's absolutely beautiful out there. Might even undo an extra button on my shirt. You never know. It's it's that kind of bit, bit chilly, but a gloriously sunny day. Enjoy it. Andrew's with you after the news, which is next on LBC. South
1: Africa, a country.